Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah, we're live. It is the middle. That's Super Bowl champion. That's NBC Sports analyst Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shander. And it is finally upon us. The line is going crazy. People are going crazy. Dallas week doesn't really have the same ring as it's had maybe in years past. But, man, this division, as wretched and disappointing and ugly as it is, we finally get a football game with some meaning and impact if, in fact, the Philadelphia Eagles can go on and not win, but maybe win convincingly. I don't know if this city can handle another 22-21 fourth-quarter comeback by Carson Wentz, especially against this god-awful defense. But here we are. Dallas week has come to an end. Sunday night football. Eagles are expected. You guys already have them. Both you, Barrett, Harry, you guys have them rolling right now, double-digit wins. Uh, they have to. I mean, they have to show me, and, and not just me, but show themselves that um, they should be the ones that should be ahead in this division. They should be the winners of the division. You know, with, with everybody starting to get healthy and understanding, you know, what's at stake right now, you got to put the pedal to the metal. You got to go out there and, and, and will yourself to win and put your head, put your put your foot in their neck and, and let them know that this first game, we're going to totally dominate you. So even when they go and play them later on in the season, that they know that they're the dominant team. And they don't have a chance. Right now, the Giants think they have a chance of beating us the next time we play them because we didn't go out there and finish the deal the way we were supposed to. You want to leave, erase all doubt. Leave no doubt in their head that the Eagles are the best team in the division. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think this is going to be much of a challenge. I think the Eagles win this game by double digits. And I, I really just point to and, you know a third-string quarterback who was a seventh-round draft pick and is a rookie in the, in the league in this spot on the road against a division rival uh, and, a, and a defensive coordinator that I think is just licking his chops right now because he needs a big a big game. The coordinator needs a big game. He needs to show that he can he can shut down an offense that has really been leaking oil for the last couple of weeks. The locker room is in trouble. Ezekiel Elliott doesn't want to hold on to the football. And you got a guy named Ben DiNucci that nobody, you know, nobody even realized went to pit except for a couple of pit uh, former teammates. You know, nobody remembers this guy went to pit. It's a James Madison guy. And with all due respect to JMU and their fine program, this guy is not ready for this spot in this week. Well, I'll say this. I don't disagree with Ben DiNucci, Mark Narducci, Danny Bonaducci, whatever he is. <laughs> you are, you're this Bonaducci, man. Isn't that like the Fonz or somebody or, you know, the Partridge family, bro. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. the Partridge family. Okay, okay. Bonaducci, that's a local hey, guy. You know, he's, hey. he's a local product here. Wrong I, show, wrong show. You know, I don't care who's walking. I don't care what Ducci is walking through the door there, but I'm not going to sit here and argue the, the merits of talent of Nick Danucci, Ben Danucci. No, I'm saying I had him confused with Ralph Mouth. Yeah, happy days. You know, he had the long ginger. Even look, even worse than that. I'm thinking, you know, what's his name? Uh Winkler or something, something like that. What was it? What? 
What's no. his name? Winkler? Oh, you, hello, Winkler? <laughs> you know who Henry is. He's one of the most iconic TV characters <laughs> in history. Hey, it's too early for this nonsense now. I woke up on the wrong side of the bed, I guess. Technically, it's not noon yet. Yes, I understand that. But here's, you- what, I, here's what I would say. And, and this is why I think the game is close. And this is why I think, honestly, we're going to see probably more like a seven, eight point victory by the Eagles is this is almost, I wouldn't even say almost, but this will force Dallas to go back to what they do best. And that's use Ezekiel Elliott on multiple platforms. They got away with it. Right. Some of it's the game script because they were down by 50 points. The other is just because they have so many shiny toys on the outside, and I don't blame them for trying to throw the football a lot. But now, and you guys know, both of you know, how dangerous a team can be if they simplify, simplify, simplify everything and still have weapons. Now, the offensive line, I, I, I have nothing to say about that. The it's Cowboys a mess. offensive line is yeah. a disaster. But I look at that, I'm thinking, this, this is probably going to be a one-score game. Well, hold on, guys. You know, you, you saw what I described uh, yesterday as far as, you know, going to this game, going to the Thursday night game. I said, if you look at this team, look at the weapons that they have. You know, it shouldn't be as lopsided of a of, of, a, of a line that it, that it was, because if you look at them on paper, the Falcons are the better team on paper in every sense of the word. Better team quarterback position, wide receiver position, running back position, even defensively. They have more, you know, guys that can make plays than the Panthers do. It's just, you know, they were just undisciplined as a team. Now, once that team got disciplined, they mm-hmm. showed what they can really do as far as collectively as being a really, really good team. You know, the coaching style, I guess, changed up a little bit, and they just bought into what this coach was saying. But on paper, they're a better team. Well, it's kind of the same thing here with the Eagles. On paper. Dallas is the better team as far as weapons and everything, besides the quarterback position. Well, that's a big, that's a big besides. Oh, that's, that's huge. Yeah, it's huge. Look, we'll be joined by the network in 10 seconds, but let the record show the first of the three of us to invoke the line this morning was not Harry Mays, was not Aton Shander, but one Parrot Brook. <laughs> We're joined by Sportsmat Radio now. This is a Gow Media property in partnership with Jacob Media. Are you guys turning to the dark side? You, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now, starts now. on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. A football Friday. We welcome you in across the country in Sports Map Radio. However, you can consume via your local radio affiliate sports map radio app we're live on the stream phillyvoice.com slash the middle is how you watch us we don't break even though we pay bills on the radio the visual is constantly up there at harry mays tu at b brooks 72 nbcs and at shander show for me your phone number 800-224-2004 we can't even talk about the scheduled date that we can now circle on our calendar, gentlemen, about the Roy Jones Jr. Mike Tyson fight because we have so much football to get to. What? We'll to push that off until Monday, maybe even Tuesday. Just there's, so a, there's a fight? Well, yes, this fight now has a date, but we can't do it. We can't talk about the exhibition and the date that was set because we have a huge weekend in the NFL. Trevor Lawrence might have lost his Heisman. 
with mm. COVID-19 struck in the Clemson locker room. Wisconsin already pushed back. Oh, by the way, there are actually some pretty big football games, including one that's native to us here in Pennsylvania with Penn State hosting Ohio State. Oh, and by the way, we're going to force people at some point, just be ready, be prepared. We're giving you a trigger warning as they put out there online. We will force you to, or at least subject you to what's going to happen Sunday night. Because as we said yesterday, if we have to sit through and watch that pile of you-know-what, you out there have to sit through and watch it as well. It's that bad. Well, it just it just shouldn't be on it on the the nighttime game. I mean, you look at Sunday night game and Monday night's game, Tampa Bay and the Giants. Please, I mean, you know, everybody wants to see Brady in in Tampa. I get it, but I'd like to see him play a real team, not the Giants. So both these night games suck, and last night's game really wasn't much better. Yeah, uh, but the under hit. The un- well, look, I wasn't going to say anything. I could see you going. Music starting, Barrett. So let's. We'll take a break. We don't break. We're here live. It's the middle. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle. And, of course, you can listen to us live across the country on Sports Map Radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation, and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us, and we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case but also throughout the client's life. All right, we're back here in two. I saw you getting ready to go about last night's game, Barrett. Uh, you know I was, man. <laughs> I was locked and loaded. Yep, yep. I was ready to rock. Now you you're gonna use that now as an indicator why you why you don't trust this Eagles blowout because everybody <laughs> had Atlanta. Everybody rode off Atlanta. Right. Mm, telling you, John Shelton reading my mind. What happened, John Uh-oh. Shelton? Then you have Berserker Swordsman already getting up. But see, this is the problem. (laughs) This is the problem when Aton locks in on a bet early in the week, earlier in the week. Then he's got to find ways to justify it day by day by day until the game actually takes place. That's the problem, Barrett. I sit back and I wait to see the line evolve and blah, 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 boom. And I'm, you know, I'm just growing more and more confident in the Eagles as we get to Sunday. I'll lay, I'll probably lay 10 points. And you see what Berserker said. He said he's made Barrett into. I don't even bet. In fact, I go to Atlanta City. I won't even gamble, man. I, I hate yeah. losing money. Period. I don't care what it is. I that's I didn't even when I was younger. I didn't even flip quarters or flip nickels and you know what I'm saying. I, I didn't even do that. I, I just no, uh-uh. no, no, no. Hey, uh, quick story. 
So thirty seconds. Thirty. All right, seconds. no, I, it's longer than thirty seconds. Yeah, I, I, that's why I say we've got thirty. I've known you long enough to know that no story in your head is thirty seconds. That's why I never say long story short. I say long story. Long, long. story long. You're, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if we're gonna talk about it, I, if I got a story, I gotta tell it. Correct. Correct. I got a story to tell. Yeah, I picked up on the long story long on day two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, my goodness. It's amazing. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Well, we've got a couple of things happening. Last night's game shocked a lot of people. Under shouldn't shock people, but a lot of other people, including myself, I'm sure. And even all of us were on board with the Panthers winning that Temple South. I mean, you even had PJ. I know. A pretty strong appearance. You had three. And I was waiting for the broadcast crew. They kind of alleviated to it when they said that the two of them were there in Temple. But yeah, there, there was a lot more that they could have embellished on, if you will. But, of course, the team was down. So I, I imagine that you know they wanted to focus on Atlanta more. We have Trevor Lawrence. We've got to get to this coming up in a minute or so. But as far as last night, I don't know if you guys felt it, but that Atlanta Falcons defense, like at no point in, I would say, after the first quarter, did I ever feel like Carolina is going to, even towards the end of that game, just feel like they were going to win it. It just felt like Atlanta always had an answer, even if it was later in a drive. And that's exactly what it was about. I mean, they they went out there and they seemed like they were the team that I that I saw two years ago. You know, everything was clicking. You know, Ridley, even though he got knocked out the game, the offense was still running through Julio Jones. And, oh, by the way, Todd Gurley turned into the back that he was when he first left Georgia. Yeah, why so, did he run out of bounds, though, in that uh, towards the end? Of the, what, what are these guys thinking? I don't know, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Carolina had three timeouts left, I think. You got to make him bur- start burning timeouts, and he goes out of bounds. Yep. I, I don't get it. Why, why did they – again, we've had a couple of moments – that have been costly. Atlanta was victim to one the previous week mm-hmm. where Gurley scored. His momentum carried him in. Yeah. Now Carolina, it just, I don't know, it didn't make much sense. Yeah, but they didn't allow Moore or, or Samuel really to, to beat them. Robbie Anderson, they kept their receivers in check yeah, they did. Uh, pretty much the whole night. And, uh, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, you know, they had one last chance and he just threw an awful interception into like what looked like to me like double, triple, co- double to triple coverage. I and mean, he's trying to force the ball in there in that spot. Uh, you know, who knows if they, they made a better play and scored a touchdown, score a two point conversion, go to overtime. You know, who knows what happens. But, you know, Atlanta deserved the win. They were two. They, that could have been a lot worse, man. They were two for six in the red zone last right. night. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, I mean, think about that to your point, guys. And. Teddy Bridgewater comes into this game fifth in the NFL in passing. Now, the touchdowns weren't there early on, so it's not going to reflect as far as the guy's going to lead the league in touchdowns. But he was competent. You saw that nonsense where he had a perfect rating at the end of the half because, Mm -hmm. you know, he throws a lot of short, quick, conservative passes. But if if that was the first time you saw Teddy Bridgewater with all of those numbers attached to him, you'd think you were watching a different quarterback. And that was pre-head-slash-neck injury. He just did not look 
efficient. And the line of the night, and I don't get this at all, guys, Barrett, like how does this even happen? The line of the night was Troy Aikman saying, you know, I wish I could tell you that they're doing something on DJ Moore, but they're really not. <laughs> right. <laughs> Moore had been shut out. I think we were in the fourth quarter. At yeah, that until he and, caught a pass. Yeah, exactly. And Aikman's just like I, I, he said that verbatim. I still have it in my head, and I'm thinking, how? And I, look, I know it. We love rule, and there's always going to be that connection here. But I just don't know how that's a reality. How you can have a guy who can't 93 yards in each of the last three games, not have one catch until the fourth quarter. And the color analyst is telling you he wish he could tell you there was something they were doing on defense. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I mean, he he had he had the nice little uh, touchdown, you know, as a, as a running back. And, you know, he was trying to force they were trying to force the narrative kind of like, you know, with with, um, you know, what you saw with San Fran and how they use their back, um, their wide receivers, more so running backs in certain situations, tight end. They're trying to use him in that same and depict him as that same type of guy. Well, he is that same kind of guy, but they just didn't use him in that capacity. They didn't give him really a chance to go out there and do it. And I, like I said, I was trying to figure out why this this uh, Falcons team was so bad on defense and they didn't look bad. Grady Jarrett looked like he was an all-star. Like you could not block him. He was a monster out there. I mean, nobody could even move the ball on him. You know, he was doing it by himself. So I don't understand why they were as bad as they are and their records were. Oh, I do know. It's all about dis discipline. Crossing T's, dot Yeah. And, you know, it, it all goes full circle like the Eagles. They're the same way at the beginning of the season. They didn't cross T's and dot I's. Now they're starting to do that. Play is starting to get better. But they, the lack of discipline that the Falcons had, not even knowing rules. You know, come on, how did you let Dallas beat you on a kickoff? They let the ball roll 10 yards. That ball could go one yard and you pick it up. It's your ball. They can't touch it. But they just let it roll 10 yards. That's see, that's the stupidity, you know, that 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 beat you as a team. And that's what that team did for a long time. It wasn't the talent, yeah. it was more so the stupidity and not being able to cross their T's and dot their I's and play fundamental football. I do like that Deion Jones kid, though, for Atlanta. Oh. Man, he's oh, he's yeah. a tackling machine. I remember oh. when they played the Eagles the last time. He, he had double-digit tackles. He was all over the place. Sideline to sideline. Yeah. Absolutely. Carolina also had a couple of bad penalties on third downs where their defense would have been off the field that allowed them Atlanta to extend drives, You know, kick field yep. goals, take more time off the clock, that sort of thing. So not a good performance out of, uh, the, out of the Panthers and Matt Rule. You're right, Harry. And, and now thinking about that, there was a really bad defensive holding mm -hmm. that in the fourth quarter. It's yeah. grabbing a jersey. It's just like, come on, man. Yeah, and it was like third and 14, yep. I think. It was, yep. yeah. It kills you. Absolutely kills you. So we've got that Thursday night. Now we can just set our sights on. And trust me, there's a lot to talk about, including the Ravens Steelers game. Oh. We have a couple of big games. Remember, that Niners-Seahawks game in the afternoon, you heard it here first, take the Niners on the money line. But before all that, right? That's not a bad play, Aton. I, gotta, oh, I like I, that play. I'm good about that, you know? As far as you looking down with your uh, little squint of an eye, you know? Yeah, I like that play. What about you, Barrett? Are you on the Niners? Uh. <laughs> Niners outright? Niners good in that game? All right, let's, let's look at this real quick. Before we get into the NFL stuff, yesterday I get a text. Michael Calabrese, a local guy here in Philadelphia, a local product. He writes for Saturday Down South and the mm -hmm. Action Network. So he covers college football and basketball for the Action Network. Also writes SDS, which is mostly SEC stuff. But he's on fires, like 75% all his picks October. And wow. He's a really good dude as well. So he comes on my show, the local show I do here, every Wednesday. And, of course, I'm sitting there just – 
loading up my bet slip. And, okay, who do you like that? Because he's awesome. And he'll he'll sit there with me and he'll talk and he's just really talented and smart. So he's like, just just jump on BC. 31 is way too much. Jump mm-hmm. on BC. I get a text from him because I'm locked into this Thursday night game last night. I'm not paying attention to anything. I'm off Twitter. I get a text from Michael saying, well, that BC bet looks even better. And I'm thinking, really? What, what? What's going on? So I immediately go to Twitter and I see the news, Trevor Lawrence, COVID-19. Every single AFC futures off the board, Heisman off the board. It looks like he has to miss 10 days according to ACC rules. So mm-hmm. that would put him out of the Notre Dame game. And wow. a lot of people think he might have sacrificed or has sacrificed the actual Heisman and that it might be wide open for fields or maybe. Right. Yeah, I, I, he might have. And, I, you know, the 10-day thing is a big deal. Thank God he's not in the Big Ten or it'd be three weeks and there's no way he's playing against yeah. Notre Dame. I don't know. You know, we'll see if they can find a way to say, you know, he, he was diagnosed and he went into quarantine at, you know, X amount of hours on this day. And technically it's 10 days before the kickoff or whatever. But you're right about the, you know, the, about the Heisman. You know, I don't know that fans really care so much about the Heisman, but maybe the kid does. And maybe he's sitting there saying now, wow, I can't, I'm probably not going to win the Heisman. Now we might not, if we lose the game to uh, Notre Dame, you know, we might not be, uh, you know, you know, the odds on favorite to win the, the national championship, you know, how, how will they look at Clemson with a loss? What happens if they lose to BC this week and Notre Dame, they're, they're out of it then. Right. So we can't win a championship if that happens. And the jets are going to draft me. I'm going to come back to school next year. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. But well, I'm, I'm confused. Jackson. How did he do it to himself? I mean, he didn't go out there and catch COVID. On you know, I'm going out to catch COVID. I'm going. No, I, I mean, I think it's just he just you know drew the short end of, of of the stick. At this point, it doesn't matter what he does. It doesn't matter what he wins or anything else. He's still going to be the number one pick. I don't care about the Heisman. I'm worried about being paid. He's yeah. going to be the number one guy going in the draft. So all that's for not. It doesn't matter. If they'll play another snap, Trevor Lawrence will be the number one player picked in this year's draft. Well, that's Without true. Right. Yeah. But, but there's still an element. Think about it. There's still now an element of what was like last year. Joe Burrow would have had to be decapitated in order to not win the Heisman. Right. And right. It was a locked up race. Now we had the same thing. Right. It was basically Trevor Lawrence would have to have caught COVID in mm-hmm. order to not win the Heisman. And now you went from, and listen, I understand what you're saying, Barrett, is that the kid could have opted out this year. Like, right. Mike <laughs> played up in Penn State, right? like you could have seen Trevor Lawrence ahead of time, instead of saying, let us play, being like, I ain't playing, and missed the entire season, he would have been the number one pick. But it's wild now because Lawrence has essentially opened up a huge race that yes. you theoretically throw in. I, all right, so let's look at it. You've got Trevor Lawrence still in the mix. Justin Fields might even be the odds-on favorite mm-hmm. now because Lawrence is going to miss maybe two games. You've got Jerry's grandson, who I still think Jones needs to buy it for Mac in order for <laughs> Mac to win it. Do you go long shot here? Do you go Trask in Florida? Is there any? No. No, no, no. BYU quarterback. That's a Calabrese special. Yeah, right here. No, <laughs> that kid's that kid's good. He's having a great season, but I, I don't know. It's BYU. This isn't BYU of the eighties where they get the national attention like they he used jumped. to. I'd probably, I'd have to go with fields. I mean, yeah, he, you, have to. you know, plus he's probably going to put a number on Penn state on Saturday night. See oh. that's where it factors back in Barrett is yes. Trevor Lawrence has got his cash checks already in his hand and pocket. His family's going to be great now if they're not already, but 
Now you look at how this factors in, as Harry said, to Saturday. Hmm. You already have an Ohio State team that's behind the gun because other teams have played multiple games. So they're already in their mind trying to play catch up and put up as many points as they can. And you have a quarterback who looks at this thing now like, well, I was already competing for the award, but now I got a shot. Mm-hmm. He might yeah. put up 50. I know. And Ryan Day won't stop him. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> Seriously. So, so uh, it, it, you're right. It is between Fields, but, uh, but a dark horse. And, you know, this – He's gonna probably take the, the the blunt of the work that's gonna be taken away from uh, since uh, Lawrence is gonna be there. Is Travis Etienne? Oh yeah, I mean, he, he he is an amazing running back. What they ask him to do is is unreal. I mean, they that offense runs you no know, more more so off of Etienne than it does uh, Lawrence. Aton, so I think it's pronounced. No, it's uh, Etienne, man. Etienne, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's how Aton uh, gives his name when he goes to a French restaurant. Yeah, I'm Etienne <laughs> Shander. Yeah. You guys think, Barrett, you think, like, think of, look at this, fellas. If he actually does take over the reins, and Trevor Lawrence is going to come back, but let's say this guy has a monster two games, including Notre Dame, where he's the reason why they pound the Irish. Do you think he jumps in as a dark horse candidate so long he can continue to play really well? Uh, you talking about ATN, Travis ATN? Yeah. Mm-hmm. As far oh, as no question. Candidate for the Heisman now. I, the last game I watched them play, uh, together, they were like, you know, even the announcers, the Colorado was like, wow, Travis ATN, you're talking about Trevor Lawrence. How about um, ATN? ATN is probably has better numbers than than uh, than Lawrence does. You talking about a more complete player? You got to go with ATN as far as being, you know, the the best candidate on this team of really winning the Heisman. I thought about it for a second, I'm like, yeah, you're right, because I mean, I I did four of their games over the mm-hmm. over the past three years. I did four of their games. And it's amazing, you know, the talent level they have at Clemson, but just where this guy fits in. I mean, he ever since his rookie year, he has been the force behind that offense. Where that offense goes is where Travis ATN goes. He All had right. a bad game against uh, the Syracuse, mm-hmm. and they lost that game. So, you know, he is that fact, the X factor. He had three quarterbacks that he helped um, do great, great things because of his running style. All right, now I, I challenge you straight, both. Though. Oh, we got to go? Yeah, but can you tease this, what the challenge is? Yes. And also, we have breaking news. Okay, the backup quarterback's name for Clemson. We're going to do a pronunciation when we get back. Okay, we also have breaking (laughs) news from Ron Culver, right? We have multiple promos of the show. Oh, really? Yes, and I'm sure not only you, Barrett, and the entire stream would like to hear what we have coming up, right? (laughs) Yes. All right, so it's the middle Billyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, Um, The client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us, and we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help. 
throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Okay, 29. Yo, Ron. How much did we look forward to it? Yo, yo. What? All right, so you have all four, right? What? What? Harry, I mean, you guys both know Ron's worked. How long have we worked together now before this show started? Too long for you, I'm sure, but long enough to where you know that I'm asking for something. So, Hey, Ron, what? So can we play? We can go in order, but can we play these when we come back? Giving out on a college campus. You want to play them on air? Yeah. Yeah, all right. you can do whatever you want. All right, awesome. Well, I, mean, I can play with Ron Um, Yeah, coming Ron, back. Ron, I love you, Ron, because everything, hey, yeah, you can do whatever you well, want. No, let's, let's, do it on, let's do it on air because we'll be back on the network and we'll also be back on the stream collectively. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That'll work. So we're back in, in what, like a places, 70 seconds, right? Yes. Okay, thank you, sir. You learn, you're making connections. All right, see? I love Ron. Thank you. I you tell you, that makes it too easy. That Mac Jones kid from Alabama. Oh. Pretty darn solid, man. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. He is. I mean, pretty he's solid. The third, he's the third favorite behind Lawrence and Fields. Mm -hmm. Most famous Fields. Mrs. <laughs> That's no JC? question. Mrs. What WC. About, WC Fields. Remember that this the Fields was the guy who his teeth got caught in the dispenser. And then he disappeared. He was the old guy that Jerry went to see and hung with him. Yeah, I don't know that. Oh, come on. That's remember. a great one. Sally Fields. Yes, oh, yeah. right. WC Sally. Fields. Yeah, well, is WC more famous than Sally or Mrs. with the cookies? Yeah, I'm not a big Mrs. Fields cookie fan. Oh, man. Yeah. I am, man. I am. Seriously. Come on, Harry. Yeah. A fresh Mrs. A fresh Mrs. <laughs> cookie. <laughs> Oh my goodness. You are listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Okay, so Ron Culver sends me a text, who is, of course, our fantastic producer back in Houston, making sure that we're heard across all Sports Map Radio platforms. He's also in charge of putting together any type of promo. So people like if you're listening to Tony and Ron in the morning, if you're listening to Jake Peralt coming up, Pharrell, whoever it may be, then you could hear a promo for us to remind people. So we've got four. Now, Ron is really good at these. He's done wonders. He's kind of like a, you know, the makeover shows, right? Where mm. I come in and I would just spew on the mic for two hours and he'd clean it up in a nice 30 second promo and make it sound somewhat presentable because right. you do so much with me. Now that we've got you two here, it's even more difficult for him. It's, it's not made his job any easier. What? What, Aton? What? Yeah. Exactly. You heard everybody in the break heard it, right? It's like a, a 30 year relationship where he already knows what's coming. I told you I'd take it out already. All right. Yeah, right. It sounds like me and my wife. <laughs> and I've only been working with him pre this show for, I don't know, nine months, something like that. Uh, it probably took him six weeks to figure out exactly what I'm about. So, all right, my friend, maestro, if you will, wherever you would like to start, we've got four right now. Should we react to each one? Just run through them one through four, probably just go one at a time, right? 
Yeah, whatever you guys want to do. Okay. Let's am, I, am I playing them on my end yes. or are you playing them on yours? No, you're on your end. I, I need uh, to go through a, a technical thing. So our digital producer, Xander Kraus or Cal, is going to step in and help us on our end. But Yeah, stop asking Ron these questions, Aton, because we know what his answer is going to be. Yes, whatever yes, you whatever want you to do. do. Okay. So just tell him. So let's go. Okay, let's go. Promo one, whenever you're ready. All right, so the first two will be 30 seconds. The middle. Hey, don't worry about it. Cam Newton says there's no reason to panic. I'm not even panicking. Like, I've skipped panic. I've just given up. How are we supposed to take this team seriously? There's just no sizzle to Cam Newton with hoodie. Belichick has become really a non-factor in my life. You know, he used to be <laughs> the thorn in my back. Mm -hmm. You know, because uh, you know, I should have two Super Bowls right now, and he stole one of them by cheating. The middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Nice. Uh, I like it. Yeah. That Ron, was good. You're the greatest, bro. You're the that, greatest. That well, he's was, got three left. Let's see. I mean, well, that was like, really good, but I like that the voice mind. that comes in at the end. You know, the, the girl's voice. Yes. <laughs> I like that. Is that the best part of the promo? For Harry, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> For Harry, absolutely, yes. All right. Here's contestant number two, then. The, the middle. So you want to talk about a guy who's been taken care of. Now, he's not making Sam Bradford's money. Sam Bradford's like a walking hedge fund. I look up to him. He was the last first rounder to get that ridiculous money before they put a cap on it. Yeah. And he made every single penny of every contract that he signed. I know we're tearing statues down around the country. They should build one to Sam Bradford. <laughs> the middle with Aton Shander, Barry nice. Brooks, and Harry Mays. <laughs> Even better. Even better. That's really good, man. Yeah, I like it. Both are really good. Now, these are 60 that you have. Yeah, the next two are 60. Awesome. Oh, now wow. More time. I love it. The middle. This story that Barrett told in the break is ridiculous. And you would think that basic hygiene is kind of necessary. I uh, totally agree with you. I mean, I... I did not shower for this show today, but I'm alone here. Okay, there's nobody else in the house. You should have beat the crap out of this guy, bro. It's just, it's just him, man. Like, it's like an unwritten law. If you're over 300 pounds, you at least got to take one and a half showers a day. He wore a jock and he wouldn't wash his pants. And I remember I was telling you know what? <laughs> every time I think about it, you know, it's, it's crazy. But Bobby Horn would come on the center, and they kind of give you know they boost the center. And go like this, so they know when to snap the ball. He smelled the back of his hand. He said, yo, bro. He went to Ray Rose, hey, coach, you got to do something. What are you talking about? Man, smell the back of my hand. You got to tell everybody he's got to go take a shower. Wow. Come on, man. The middle with Aton Sanders, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. That's good. We got goosings. It smell my, not smell my finger, but smell my hand. It's worse. At well, the end, how like, you that, that literally was the first story you guys ever did. Yes, <laughs> yes, it was. And I love at the end of it how you still have the cut of Barrett diming out Everett so everybody knows who it was. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't no, just tried, left I up there. Tried really hard not to include names. <laughs> no, it's awesome. It's amazing. All right, uh, so we have time for the final one, right? Here's the final one. The, the, middle. the middle. Are you calling him Yannick because you can't pronounce Ngakwe, or is he like a soccer player to you that is good enough to be called by his first name only? It's not like he's share status, right. where he has deserved his own or name. Ronaldo. Right. That's right. probably, yeah, because you went yeah. soccer, so I should have stayed soccer and not gone share. But I do think, right, that we're talking about a guy who's probably just more known. 
as yeah. Yannick, right. then Yannick Ngakwe or just Ngakwe or that guy who was disgruntled in Jacksonville. Although Cher on that battleship, on that video that she did a ton of years ago, man, I still go back to that. that now we got Cher. Yeah. Now we, we transfer. If I can turn Cher. back time, isn't that the song? Are, are you that in on the share video like i couldn't tell you a share yeah time. yeah if i could turn back time it was on this <laughs> battleship i'm watching it right now that's good stuff yeah that's oh my yeah, goodness good man yeah now we'll I, have those we'll run them in the stream as well as you'll hear them in the radio break so yeah that's awesome thank you ron then, what i liked about him is like it got all three of us involved right you know and and it, it was they're very tight and yet listening to it you get a real flavor for what the show is like a lot of times because you and i Aton, have been in this business for quite a long time and you'll hear promos of shows that you know the show and you're like man that's not what that's not what that show is about you <laughs> <Right>. know <laughs> yep yeah absolutely and it's frustrating well, especially yes if you're on that show right i mean it's only what it's been two weeks now you guys have been doing this mm -hmm. yeah this is I, the end of yeah i, I want to say it's controlled chaos yeah. No, no, Frenetic. I, That's Carson Wentz. Out, outside of two voices who are independent and definitely adding a lot to the show, it, it, the theme with me solo has been the theme that I've done shows with Barrett myself, with Harry mm -hmm. myself, and now the three of us, we've all had Harry and Barrett. I can't imagine Harry and Barrett sitting down for two hours breaking X's and O's down. No. No. Absolutely. Right, we, I've, all three of us, I think, have had that. Sh so it didn't matter if it was me solo, Harry solo, Barrett solo. It's all going to sound like that now together. It's amplified. Exactly. It's, it's crazy because at the end of the day, it doesn't that's matter. That's right. It doesn't matter <laughs> as we go at the break. Yeah. <laughs> the philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. All right. So Doug Peterson says the possibility of Maialata not starting this week could be like Nelson Aguilar's benching a few years ago and that it would allow him to take a step back and see the big picture. Wow. What? No. <laughs> I mean, what? He didn't have a good game against the Giants, but other than that, he doesn't deserve he doesn't otherwise deserve to be benched. Absolutely not. He's no. your future. And I understand why they're doing it, but it doesn't make it right that they're doing it. That's mm -hmm. that's ridiculous you know in fact i'm gonna tell you this the best lineup only happens if he's in the lineup with if what they've got it, healthy yes yeah i don't care i mean i don't care if it's, if it's lane lane's not better than him right now because lane is not healthy hmm. but no, jordan my is yeah. healthy is johnson even playing 
Yeah, he's going to play. Yeah, he's he's going to yeah. try to play. I mean, he, he might be out in the first series. Who yeah. knows? That's the thing with these guys, with both him and Jason Peters. Yeah, you pencil them into the starting lineup, but they could be gone by the second series. And I understand because, I mean, it, you, they're warriors. They want to go yeah. out there and do it. But it used to be that Elaine uh, 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 Johnson that's, you know, 80%, 75% healthy would have to play because him – being at 75, 80% is better than what he has on the bench. Well, mm -hmm. Jordan has shown the, the capability of being out there and being a guy that can play in that capacity and play at a high level. So, I mean, I, I say get a kid a chance. You know, I love the fact that he's a warrior. You know, Lane, that's what Lane is. But still, though, I I don't know if I'd bench. I mean, I, I would rather have Lane there and right, um, JP and right guard, and then – the rookie me uh then uh my at the left tackle yep here we go this is a great comment by the way because barrett's always getting cut off <laughs> look at this <laughs> this is the middle <laughs> on the sports map radio network presented by rocket mortgage live from the o'reilly auto Parts studios here's aton shander Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays. I feel like we have to start every segment when we return to the radio with like an apology to Barrett because it's got a break. And then <laughs> the Berserker Swartzman, he see he feels my play. First of all, they cut me off going into breaks, but also they're making me a degenerate gambler. Also, <laughs> oh, that right? I don't think about that stuff. You know, hey. I don't even gamble. Hey, listen, what I want now, I, I will not be able to stay up to watch you on Sunday night because it's too late for me. But coming up on these Sunday afternoons post games, I want you starting to to roll out this this betting lingo, and, and I'm gonna have Barkhan's gonna be like, "Those guys are rubbing off on you, Barrett." Yeah, I want to hear that. Harry just won't definitely Barkhan say his name. <laughs> the over, you gotta get the over. That damn over. Hey, that final field goal was a big deal, Michael. <laughs> that put it over the total. That'll knock him. He won't know what to say. Bill will be uh, acting like a, you know, be talking. You got to lay the juice. It's worth it. Don't worry. You can flip this. Uh, we've put together a nice bet slip, a nice round robin bet slip for you here today <laughs> on the program, so you can have multiple bets. I mean, yes, I, yeah, I highly anticipate that. Happening. Yeah, and in in the pregame show, you could have Barrett going over his bets with Ray Diddy. Right. You know, <laughs> Diddy, what do you what do you what do you like with this? What do you like on this? I was thinking that too. That three was it a three game parlay? Is that what you yeah. call it? That three game parlay. I mean, I know the Eagles are part of, it, but you know, but but. And then but. you flash the camera to Seth, and he's just got this look, that look right. on his face, like <laughs> starling. Yeah. What are they doing to you, brother? What are they doing to you, brother? He's just sitting there like shaking his head at you. <laughs> yes, oh that, my goodness! Now that's going to be must watch television. It's been like two weeks before that lingo is fully infused in Barrett's head. Now Sunday night is a big football game and we'll continue to look at what's happening around the nfl we do have that ohio state penn state big 10 matchup some other smaller things in college but there's a lot of you two and we talked about this at the start i think barrett's kind of straddling this line right now because of what happened last night harry seems to be way more confident than barrett and extremely more confident than me as far as philadelphia dominating i just think dallas will keep it close but one thing that we should look at is as much as the Cowboys are down coming into that, their left tackle, right tackle really just decimated. The Eagles are tinkering with something that works. And it's that old thing of if it ain't broke, 
then don't fix it. Yet here the Eagles are doing it. And the offensive line, injuries, tinkering, all this stuff is such a big indicator that I think we can't overlook. Absolutely. And, you know, everybody's talking about, you know, Jason Peters coming back, Lane Johnson coming back and playing even when he's hurt. Yeah, I understand why those guys have to come back and play. In fact, that'll give this team a boost of energy, you know, give a little more, um, you know, calmness at the quarterback position because he has his two guys out there. But, you know, and, and I would I always say that a, a a Lane Johnson that's 75 or 80 percent is better than anything else we have in that locker room. But at this point, I'm going to say this. I think, you know, the kid, the ukulele straddler, what do you call it, straddler, the ukulele player, the Australian, you know, rugby Jordan player, Mylotta. Jordan Mylotta has become <laughs> a football player now. He's set and retired the ukulele. He's no longer going out there and 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 and, and running with the football and hitting it with all. He doesn't do it anymore. He is a bona fide tackle in the NFL now. He's made that jump. He has now solidified himself as a guy that can play in this league and be dominant in this league. Now he had a he had an average game, not a rough game, but an average game this last mm-hmm. um, this last Thursday. But it deal it still doesn't put him in a position where he needs to be benched. Now I would keep the kid out there. Now I would mix it up. Yes, you know you have a healthy Jason Peters Peters come back. He's an all world tackle. He's you know he's going to go get a gold jacket from being a tackle. But I wouldn't move Jordan Mylotta. I would move keep Jordan Mylotta left tackle. And if you want to start Lane. Start lane, but then I will put JP at the at the right guard position. I mean, that's just me, honestly, being, um, you know, being very confident in Jordan Mylotta being the starting left tackle from this point on. You know, even when Dillard gets back, I'm comfortable with saying that. So I don't think they should mix it around that much. If anything, put JP at guard. You know, it is is a smaller space that he has to protect. It'll be better for him. Um, you know, That's and when they brought him back in the first place was to play guard. Right. Exactly. So yeah. he and he's played that position. So he he'll be good at that position. And him and Lane can work at whatever things they need to work out there. Her put Herbie back at the left guard position. And I think you have a really solid offensive line, solid all the way across the board now with uh with with that starting line. Lane, Peters, Kelsey, Herbig, and Malata. That's a pretty good damn offensive line. You can move some people around with that line. You could run the rock consistently with that line. And pass blocking, you could do that also. But if you have that line there, I think that's the best starting line you could have going into this game. But I know they're not going to do that. They're going to put JP back a left tackle. And that's still not a bad um, predicament. That's, that's still pretty good. You know, he's he's going to be good at that um, at that left tackle position. But you got to look at Lane Johnson. Yeah. Lane real- is a 75, 80%. He has two things ailing him. He can't anchor down. He can't stop the bull rush with somebody putting that pressure on his knee and his ankle. And he's a warrior, and I love the fact that he's fighting. But I don't want him to hurt himself any more than he is right now. And sometimes yeah. you have to protect us from ourselves. Right. They have to protect him. And the real prudent thing to do, I agree with you, Barrett, is shut Lane Johnson down for this week, give him the bye week, and then the bring him back weeks, against yeah. the Giants in two yeah. weeks, and he'd probably be a whole lot better for it. And, you know, I mean, what are the, what are the odds? I mean, Aton, you could probably get action on this. Oh. Um, you know, how many <laughs> snaps over under that Jordan Mailata will see in this game, regardless of the fact that he's not starting, because one or two of those guys will be off the field uh, for portions of the game dealing with their injuries. Well, here's the thing. I don't know how disruptive it is, but I imagine it's highly disruptive. Luckily, we have a guy who played in the trenches for years here. 
in Barrett, but if you're used to starting at a certain position and then you're asked to come off the bench and play a different position, depending on who goes down first, like Maialatas is basically asked to say, all right, stay by me, you know, like the rotating yes. end or wide out, right? It's like, mm-hmm. stay by me, stay by me. You know, don't step on a cord, stay by me. <laughs> yeah. On the damn cord, right? So at that point, Maialata now goes from a creature of habit, which is everything in work, forget just pro sports, but even more so, to now somebody who's asked to be like looking around and figuring out things on the fly and it might disrupt him if he has to come in at right guard and then later in the game move to left tackle because of more injuries and shuffling. It just it, it seems like it's going to be a problem, and that's a big reason why I think Dallas is going to find a way to keep it close because just like the Eagles are getting healthy, Dallas is getting healthy on the D-line and, and Rush as well, and they're not awful from a talent standpoint. They just happen to have the worst defensive coordinator maybe in the history of the game. There's no question about that. And that's the biggest thing. You're absolutely right. Um, They have all the tools out there to be a really good defense, especially their front seven. You know, they have all world guys at the linebacker position, you know, and Randy Gregory's back. Um, Alden Smith has been rushing the pass like he never left the NFL. Then they have Demarcus Lawrence. And I think that's why they're trying to bring Lane back. Blaine wants to play because he wants to dominate like he has been. I mean, he's only given up one sack to Demarcus Lawrence over the past, what, five years those guys have been playing against each other? And it's, you know, it's one of those things, almost like the Strahan uh, um, um, Runyon um, battle that they have. It's a, right. those, That's the same battle that he has. That's why he wants to get back so bad. But you have a guy here who could play and play at a high level. And I'm not worried about Jordan Malata coming off the bench or Jordan Malata going to the right side of the line. He has been well-versed at both sides simply because he's had to play both sides in practice um, because he has been that swing tackle uh, all all of practice, all of camp. So he'll be cool at going either side. He'll be okay. He he knows the offense. He's gonna know how to go out there, and 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 his body's gonna be able to go out there and adjust to playing at right side and left side. But yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't do it though. I, I just put Lane in there. You know, Barrett, you bring up those names of the of the Cowboys defenders, and yeah, their names everybody recognizes, and their names of guys that have have played well in the past. Right. Where have those guys been this year? You look down their schedule outside of week one against the Rams, where they only gave up 20 points. They gave up 39 to Atlanta. They gave up 38 to Seattle, uh, 49 to the Browns, 34 to the lowly Giants, 38 to the Cardinals, and 25 last week to the Redskins. Where have they been this year? They're all of a sudden going to show up? Um, I think the style of play that they had, everybody's been running the rock against. They've been running the ball on them. And when you run the ball consistently, you have play action, which gives you the ability to now push the ball down the field to your receivers. But everybody's ran up the middle on them. They have gotten guys up on the linebackers, double team got and gotten guys up on the linebackers, which makes the interior of that defensive line so soft that people just ran on them, ran on them, ran on them. And, you know, it's hard to stop the run when you don't have guys in there that can't stop the run. That's why they let Poe go. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they, they they cut him. He was a turnstile inside. Oh, my yeah. goodness. You know, they were picking yeah. him up and dumping him on his head. So, you know, when you have that type of situation, nobody's going to pass it. They just go run a ball you, and they run the ball so consistently that you can't stop it. And and running the ball, that's the most demoralizing thing you can do to an offense, um, to a defense, mm-hmm. is run the ball on them and they can't stop it. That's medicine they don't like to take. So that's the biggest thing. They, you know, they just can't stop the run. All right, you're listening to the middle, Philly slash the middle. 
Sports Map Radio, Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Eitan Shander, uh, 800-224-2004 is your phone number. And this conversation will continue as well in, in the second hour because it's the Sunday night game. But we do have at least big games as well. We can't overlook what's going on in the AFC North as well as some other smaller things that could shift the balance of power, if you will, around the NFL, some some other divisions. A reminder, fever is a leading symptom of the coronavirus, so take your temperature twice a day with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. It's quick and easy to use, and its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies. Have your family start and end their day with the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Your family can take their temperatures in seconds to know where they stand in the fight against COVID-19. Protect your family from the spread of this deadly disease and stay safe with exergen. Now, will there be any trick-or-treating, or have they shut that down where you respectively live? I think they've shut it down where I am here, so I don't think that we can. Luckily, we won't have people coming up to the door and have to hand out you know, these mini Reese's that I could eat myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't yeah. have any. They no, still they shut it down in Jersey. Is that another reason why everybody hates Jersey? Of course, you know, and then that that one house that's that one house is still there, still dressed up, has all the decorations still there, and but that's the one with the koi pond, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. You no, fish that, in the koi pond? No, that, no, that's that's the that's where they they stole the chairs from. Oh, okay. That's where okay. they stole chairs. I'm talking about the one at the beginning of the. I mean, where where the house is, the house where they put all the decorations out, but they don't want you to come. You Wait, know. Well, we all, all three of us live in neighborhoods. I assume Ron, you live in a neighborhood as well, right? Is there any trick or treating down in Houston? Well, we're planning on taking the kids around, but they're not really allowed to go up to the house. Well, Ron, all you're going to tell them is, oh, yeah, good. Do whatever you want to do. Go ahead. See, I need trick or treaters <laughs> to come to my house so they can take my candy because I can't throw candy away. No, you can't. Right. So there's only one way to take care of it, and I don't need that. But can you do a simulated <laughs> see here's the thing? Can you do a simulated Halloween where I'm you have your kids? Well, here's the thing. You have your kids dress up, right? You drive maybe like an eighth of a mile in the car, you drop them off, say count to 50, you drive back home, wait at the door, they come up in the costumes, ring the doorbell, you say, Oh wow, look at you, look at you. What are you this year? And you give them a bunch of candy, and then you've had a simulated Halloween. Uh, we did that one year. <laughs> we did. We did. Uh, true story. We uh, we were on vacation in Hawaii because you know I'm bougie like that. Yes. And, uh, I heard that. And uh, my uh, my youngest was all excited because he wanted to give out candy, and no one came to our door because we were staying in a condo. <laughs> and so my wife and I took turns going from the front door to the back door because you could. You know, it was easy to go from the front door to the back door. We're on a corner. Right, right. Uh, so, and he, we just, you know, kept knocking on the door and going trick or treat. And we did that. Okay. But, um, nah, the, the, you know, I don't think the older ones will have as much fun with that. No. Well, this is mischief night now. It's, I wonder if they go ahead and do that. Mischief night. Yeah. I mean, the night before Halloween. Eggs, right? Yeah. This is the night where you just stay out because there's going to be stay out of doing anything because there's going to be a, a police officer every five tenths of a mile waiting to pull somebody over at a DUI check. Mm-hmm. There'll be people out there who haven't drank before in their life at a bar. It's 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 nonsense. I'm just curious about trick or treating. Barrett talking about mischief night. You, I know what you're going to do tonight. Well, you know, it's mischief. Use all the paper towels and. <laughs> 
light some dog <laughs> stuff on fire. And it's going to soap some windows. Yeah, seriously. Now, what, do you guys know about the bologna slices? No. no what's that, that was the worst. So real quick, and we have to break. We'll wrap the hour. I, I, you know what I'll tell you? I'll tell you about the bologna slices as we come back. I don't want to be accused of inciting any type of bad well, activity, but I'll, I'll tell you real quick. We have to break. We're, we're back. We'll wrap the hour. It's the middle. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Well, and the philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one that we are in place of a position of trust and that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must uh, fulfill for each and every client that a client just simply isn't another number uh, while we may have many cases here um, the client only has one and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us, and we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Hey, Harry. Yeah. Bro, I'm looking at the backup quarterbacks for Clemson. Mm -hmm. How the hell do you say any of their names? It, well, the, yeah, the third string is really tough, but I think it's, right. <laughs> it's DJ Wajalet. No, wait. Wajalele. 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 Some right. I heard somebody say Wadalele. I'm like, yeah, how do you get Wadalele out of that? We, 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 yeah, we need to do that real quick. And then a third string quarterback is even worse. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're gonna butcher these, Aton. You gonna butcher them, bro? I'm not even gonna try. No, hold on, hold on. Keep keep them, and we'll do them. Uh, we'll be back in a minute. So, all right, we could do that to wrap the show real, or the the hour real quick. Um, man. Man, man, man. I'm just looking to see if anything else is going on. I'm actually really excited to see episode two of the show. Oh, I know. You know? Not mm -hmm. even because of the nudity, but just in general. I don't know how they top that nudity outside of a sex scene in her <laughs> in her head. Like she's dreaming about a sex scene, right? Yeah. Yeah. With, with the star, with the with the three star. How about Tyson Famakanon? Is that how you pronounce it? The oh, third wow. string quarterback. Tyson, like, where do these guys? Do you think there's clips, YouTube clips of them from high school, where there's any announcement of the guy's name? Yeah, from uh, Famacon, I, I think is how it is. He's from Bridgeport, Connecticut. Wajalele is from California. About getting into a, is that right? I remember him as a, a recruit. Wajalele. Yeah, Wajalele. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why that's not ever not funny. Oh my goodness. You're listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and well, let's get into that real quick. The names we were just throwing out there in the break. Harry, you teased this. The backup quarterbacks for Clemson. I, yeah. 
Wajalele is the is the one we all were able to pronounce. DJ Wajalele, I believe, is how you pronounce it. He's the backup. He's going to start on uh, Saturday. I can't pronounce that. You can't? Wajalele. Well, how did you do with Kulapala Vadi Vaitai? How did you do Big with Big V. Big V. Okay. Yes, it's Big V. Did get away with calling a Big V on television his entire all, career here? All day. All day. <laughs> You want to Big know why v. nobody else at NBC or Fox or anywhere else in this city is going to say, you know, it's a halapaluti. No, <laughs> I think you're right. I think everybody, even producers, were probably just like, you know, call him Big V. Well, the third that. string quarterback at Clemson even has a tougher name to pronounce. Yes. Yeah. Pronounce it. We've well, it looks like Tyson. Tyson. He spells the first name Tyson, T A I S U N. Tyson. And the, and the, lace, the last name is like Famicon. P H O M M A C H A N H. Not Comic Con. No, that's in San Diego uh, every year. Or Falcon. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's Taysan Famakanon. Yes, Famakanon. Famakanon. Watch out. I don't. Yeah, it's getting too close. (laughs) I'm about to be. Edited well, on digital. We're in the stream now, so you can say whatever the hell you want. <laughs> yeah, Jeff people. Bruder gets it. Right. Ah, where's your lele, Bo? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Where's your lele? <laughs> I'd love to hear our, our former colleague Tom Byrne rattle through the, that roster, that depth chart of the quarterbacks. Oh, man. We should get him to do that. I know. <laughs> He's got his own studio. He can record something for us. Right. Or just jump in. Yeah, come on. Uh, let's see here. Oh. Now, there's there's a fourth string guy named Hunter Helms. Now, that sounds like a, an SEC, ACC yeah. type of quarterback, right? Absolutely. Right. Hunter. <laughs> Andy Dalton, only chance of playing Sundays if he can practice on Saturday. As of now, he's not scheduled to practice. Yeah, they, they just they keep holding on and on and on. Uh, I, I think he'll play. You think Dalton's going to play? Yeah, I think Dalton. Will play. Really? Really? Yeah. My goodness. Wow. Money's on the line. Now, Jerry, just Jerry just came. How us getting beat like that? What do you think you're going to do? You can't beat us like that. I think we're going to like it. We need Andy out there. Dalton's got to be out there. <laughs> Do whatever you got to do. He's got to be out there. <laughs> man. It, I'm mean, a car dealer. Let's go now. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine if it's basically like, we'll fire you if you don't play Dalton? That's what it is. That's what it's going to be. He will not be embarrassed by this Eagles team. Nah, Dalton's going out there. It would be better if Dalton went out there because I would have more confidence in him beating up on Dalton than beating up on – uh. The, the rookie simply because the rookie can run right he can make plays with his feet he can run he's an athlete man mm-hmm. i'd rather play against Dalton, who's going to be a tree sitting back there and it, it's easy to hunt you know those guys but uh the, the kids he can run around a little bit just, yeah he'll be running around all right yeah right. yeah he'll be running around barnett and uh brandon graham will cement themselves into the pro bowl with this game with the amount of sacks <laughs> that they're going to rack up Right. <laughs> this is a stat stuffer game for some of those guys. And that, that's what they got to think like. You know, mm-hmm. and that's the difference between a, a great team and an average team. Yep. On my Steelers teams, 
we felt like we were great. I, I mean, I, even I was the sixth man off the bench as far as um, off of the line. I knew I could start for half the league. There's no question I could have started for half the league. Mm-hmm. That's how good the offensive line we had was. I could start for half the league, but I just wanted to stay where I was, man. I was I was stealing, bro. I mean, I'm collecting checks, practicing hard on 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 Wednesday and Thursday, playing sporadically on Sunday. So you were like swing tackle. I was that swing tackle. I was a swing tackle, swing guard, and center. Mm. They would, you know, usually you dress two offensive linemen. That's what you're going into a game. There's a guy that could play guard and center, and then you right. have one guy that could play tackle. Well, with me, they just dress me. And if they had a problem, an injury or something, we could only have one guy injured, though. Man. But if one guy injured, I would be the guy to come in. If the center got injured, I'd come in and play center. That's I'd play risky. both guards and both yeah. tackles. It is risky. Very <laughs> risky. But it worked for four years, man. It worked for four years. That way they could dress an extra linebacker if they needed one or receiver mm-hmm. or a special teams guy they could do that they gave it gave them our time to be the really you know take a you know a, a, a position and bring more guys in you know with my ability to play all those positions so i felt like i was stealing but you know i was i was the swiss army knife mm. that makes sense i just I, I don't know this this whole thing it's same thing with the Giants. It just has that same feel as as we have with the Giants, where everybody is just so on. I mean, I I bought the Eagles up to ten and a half against that Giants, that god awful freaking Giants slot. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought that would be a close game. Uh, and you think now just because Danucci? I think Dallas is unraveled. Dallas is. They're all unraveled. Yeah. Like think you have it. to beat them early, though. You got to get on them early. Give them I no hope. Yeah, the only the only head. way Dallas hangs in this game is if the Eagles allow him to hang in a game. Exactly, which is, which is totally doable if Jim Schwartz plays prevent with ten minutes left to go in the fourth, which we know he's capable of doing. Right, moving everybody back, quick passes. Next thing you know, and his as Elliott's screen pass is going for ninety yards, and they're <laughs> cracking on the goal line. But you know, our worst menace was a. Uh, Amari Cooper the past couple of years. He has killed us. I mean, he he was killing us, man. You know, the last two games, well, the last four games we played him. So I think now we have somebody that can combat him, which gives us a better opportunity on defensive side of the ball. Now, we know Zeke, if we allow him to get started, he'll make it long for us. But, I mean, I like our chances of stopping him up front. Their D-line is definitely nowhere near the the strength of their team. I mean, their offensive line is not the strength. Of their, it used yeah. to be the strength of their team, not now. Tell you, man, this this thing is ridiculous. We'll see. We shall see. Oh, we're back in ten. I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. NMLS number thirty thirty. Oh. This is a Gao Media property in partnership with Jacob Media. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Yes, the three of us, hour two here. Across phillyvoice.com slash the middle. 
live locally at the Fritz and B and Cooley Studios in Philadelphia. We present you across all sports map radio platforms. You could follow us on Twitter at bbrooks72nbcs, at Harry Mays to you, at Shander Show for me, at Ron Culver, two ends for Ron on Twitter. And of course, our phone number, you'll see it scrolling at the bottom of the screen on the stream, 800 224 2004. Bunch of other games we need to look at from the NFL to college across the board here and some other things you were all geeked up to talk about Harden today Harry so we can't pass that off despite it being a football Friday either no I know and and it's you know it's just rumors you know people connecting dots with Daryl Morey now being being here and yeah I mean I just read a good piece though on uh, phillyvoice.com this morning from Kyle Newbeck who does a great job uh, following covering the Sixers and he just raised, you know, some of the positives, some of the, you know, pros, cons. You know, he, he realizes that this is still a sort of a uh, a pipe dream at this point. But you can connect the dots and make it kind of an interesting conversation. Like, who would you have to give up to go get James Harden? You know, Harden with uh, with a big like Embiid, where you could run pick and rolls, and you know, and, and just you know, Sixers never ran pick and roll. But you imagine they have a guy like Harden and Embiid. I mean, that would totally change the whole landscape of the way they play basketball i'm not a fan of that no not a fan. i'm not a fan of hard man I, I think he'll tear he'll tear away the dynamics of a team i'm not a fan at all i think i think he's a he's a he's a um he's a me guy yeah up. he's a gunner he's a gunner and he's just gonna he's gonna shoot his way in or shoot his way out of every game well you, you know you, not a fan talking, you're talking to a lot of houstonians mm. out there as well some may even agree they can yeah you know, if you could bring in a younger name to replace him, but you're right. It's right now. a lot. That's what happens when you sign Daryl Morey is you're going to have a ton of Sam Hinkie right. is always back here in this organization. Yeah. To some people. So it's, it's wild. Trevor Lawrence has impacted the lines this weekend, the entire conference and more in the NFL. It's the middle. philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid Um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. It's amazing that. All right, so back in two, two, two. Bro, I ate some oatmeal this morning. It was pretty good, man. Did you make it or was it like instant? It was instant. You know, it was instant. It was pretty good, man. I like. I I missed eating oatmeal. I was like, man, I've had oatmeal in a while, and I ate me some oatmeal, so it was pretty good. You know what? I think. Uh... Brown sugar and cinnamon is the best. That's what I had too. That's yeah. what I had. And you know why I wanted some oatmeal? Wanted that 
so, last night I was I was drinking some some vanilla crown, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was drinking crown vanilla crown. vanilla, yeah. Yeah, so nice stuff. I was like, you know, this kind of reminds me of oatmeal. I don't know why, but I just, just thought so I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat some oatmeal in the morning. I got up made me some oatmeal and a couple of uh, little sausage links. It's pretty good. Uh hey Tom, we got to get in on this Cujo trivia app. <laughs> What's that? Wow. What in the world is that? I don't know. I see uh South I see a bunch of people tweeting us out. It's got a, a Twitter handle at Cuzzo Trivia. Oh <laughs> did not know that. That's at the old place, uh Barrett. Oh, okay. There we go. 30, we're back. And we are back. Uh, seeing if there was this other one here, too, but I can't find it. Just... Mm-mm, 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 One of my favorites, Anton. Anton, this is my. This one. Yeah, this is the same one. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. So, uh, some news really quick in the NFL that could impact what's going on this weekend. As of now, the Broncos Chargers game is still on. And as of now, the Vikings-Packers game still on, both set for Sunday. But the Broncos have shut down team facilities after an offensive lineman has tested positive. Fangio said the team will conduct virtual meetings today as they're still expected to play. It's a precaution. We made the decision to postpone today's practice. And the Vikings have a linebacker who tested Mm. positive. So the Vikings are looking at what happened if, in fact, it was related to anything with the Titans. But really just now, look, it doesn't look like either of these games are going to be impacted. And that's the thing is it looks like it's one player each team. Both teams are doing their best to isolate it. And we have no word at all or indicate. And it's Friday. So you would think maybe something would come out, but no word or indication right now that the games will be postponed or even moved to Tuesday. Are you as tired as I am of hearing about positive tests? That's that's all you get when you turn on any type of sports programming or you go on the websites. Like that's the first thing that it, or so you know two positive tests or whatever. It's like you, you're hardly getting news about the team except for if somebody tested positive for the stupid coronavirus. It's life, man, these days. It's, yeah, and I don't like it. I hate it. You, know, yeah. you can't do anything right now. Mm-hmm. I think you know? if, if there wasn't an element of, well, it could change the game. Like if you knew four or five people could test positive and it wouldn't impact the game being played, mm-hmm. as maybe illogical or tough of a logistical thing as that is, then then I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it, I like I think you would have a lot more blowback to it where it's like, come on, guys, it's not impacting the game. It's not right. impacting the game. But I think now it's almost like the weather where networks are covering their own tails to say, well, if 
Nebraska gets postponed or if the Packers game and Vikings gets postponed, then, you know, we were letting you know what was going on. But, yeah, I mean, it's constant and it yeah. is confused now all the time in the news. Well, it has to be, man. This is this is crazy, you know, and, and we, we're kind of looking at it from a messed up viewpoint because you see these athletes, we know that they're you know, in great shape and they won't be affected by it. But, it's, you know, the people that they have at home who may get affected by, it, you know, kids or parents, you know, and and that's the way we, you have to look at it. You know, it's not kids just them. Kids are fine. <laughs> yeah, you're they're well. fine. Just send them to school. They're fine. <laughs> OK, well, the uh, I'm looking at this line here. It's dropped a point. Hmm. So enough oh, people boy. have poured in on Penn State for this thing to drop a point. Looking, trying to find anything now and, and see where that BC thing is back up. But let's look at the NFL real quick. All, All right. right. Before we hit our big game of the week, I don't know if maybe people are laying the 30 and a half in Alabama thinking that Mississippi State is going to do anything and, and cover that big line. But I would imagine that at night, Ohio State, Penn State, the lack of whiteout, still a big game. I, is there a bigger game this weekend in the NFL than the Steelers Ravens? Uh, no. Seahawks Niners. Uh, that's a big game, but I, to me, it's Pittsburgh and and the Ravens. Ravens coming off a bye, right? That's and the big they're, game. They're yeah. five and one. The Steelers are six and zero. Oh, the only remaining undefeated team coming off that big win where they had to hold on against Tennessee. Uh, that's this is a huge game. I could watch. I've said this for many years. I could watch Pittsburgh and Baltimore play every two weeks. Like that was such a good rivalry. It's 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 gonna. I think this game this week will bring it right back to that level. Like Yankees Red Sox. Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah, back in what oh five oh four. Every single weekend they'd yeah. be playing. It's like wait, don't they play other people? And then during the week they'd play like fifteen other teams in five days. And then you'd come back to Sunday night. It would be mm -hmm. like, oh, here you go, right. Yankees Red Sox. <laughs> Bro, that's 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 kind of the same bad blood that you know Eagles Eagles Dallas. I mean, that game, that rivalry game, especially, you know, around the time I was playing a little before it also, when you had uh, that defense of the of the um, of the Ravens and you had the defense of the Steelers and, you know, you had an offense with Jerome Bettis going, you know, head up with uh, with, uh, you know, their Ray entire Lewis. Defense. You know, Ray yeah. Lewis, you know, Tony Saragusa. You had, mm -hmm. you know, those, I mean, it was an unbelievable rivalry they had, you know, Jonathan Ogden going against. You know their defensive ends and linebackers. I mean, you know Jamal uh, Jamal Lewis. Those were the games. You know that's when they they called the black and blue league. Mm -hmm. I mean, every time we played them, the next week. I mean, there'd at least be four or five guys that just iced up the entire week. They didn't even practice. They just iced up the entire week. That's how that's how devastating that game was. I mean, it was a straight grudge match, a fight. You know where guys be waiting at the bus for you, you know, like, hey, you know, all that smack you're talking about, let's, let's, let's talk right now. That's how real it got. Mm. You know, guys be waiting at the bus, wanting to fight, take it off the field. You know, it was an intense rivalry, man. I was I'm a little sure. surprised. Uh, excuse me, Pittsburgh 7-0 and and the Ravens are 5-2. and two. I'm not, My bad for the records. But um, I was a little surprised. What's that? They're 5-1, and one, right? This uh, Vegas insider has them in here at 5-2, and two, but that could be wrong. Who knows? But anyway, um, I was a little surprised at the line of this game, Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Weren't you, Aton? I mean, you know, it is it a little bit? Is it more so that Baltimore is just coming off the buy? They're getting the yeah, they're benefit of that. No, five and one. Okay, yeah, they got. I'll show you here. They 
They got no, five and two you. up here. We believe you. <laughs> but anyway, that sounds more right. That's what I said the first time. But uh, the Baltimore coming off the bye, Pittsburgh coming off a, a, another road game in Tennessee where they had to you know, go to the final minute to really hold off Tennessee with the missed field goal. I think that influences this game and the line more so than Baltimore playing at home in front of 5,000 people. Right. Yeah. Look at it this way too, right? And and on the point that you're making, Harry, which I think is accurate, where they're coming off the bye and it's been lackluster. I think the two things that we've seen so far from Baltimore is, and it's not, I, I don't think that he's regressed as a quarterback, but we're not seeing that lights out performance consistently every single down of an MVP in Lamar Jackson. And it's tough when you raise that bar as high as he did. So again, I don't think that teams have figured him out or anything like that, but the offense kind of hasn't looked the same. And think of it this way. Where is, where is Pittsburgh's weakness? At one point they were down like six dudes on their offensive line, but now mm-hmm. they're healthy. Where are the, St- the Steelers are the best team in the NFL right now. Yes. Where is their weakness. You think they're better than Kansas city? I think head I to think head. So. Yeah, I think head to head, they'd probably be a four and a half point favorite. Something really? Like that. Oh, or not not favorite. Sorry, dog, dog, dog. Mm. Like I think it would be like a three and a half, four point dog. Nothing crazy, but all because Kansas City is going to get all this love. But I I don't know. Like help me out. Where are the Steelers weak to where you can exploit them for sixty minutes in the game? Well, I can. I think they would score for them tit to tit for tat. Also, uh, especially you know the way their wide receivers are playing at this point. So you know you have you know. You have Claypool. I mean, who 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 on Kansas City can cover Claypool? You know, you have the Honey Badgers. All right, so that leaves somebody else that's going to be yeah. you know wide open. So that that'll be a great great matchup. That'll be the AFC Championship game. Yeah, and uh, you know, going into it, uh, you know, it, it, it's hard to say any anybody's. The, I think the second best game this week is it probably is the 49ers Seattle mm-hmm. Seattle game. That's yeah. no question. Of the next game. Right, and we can hit that coming up. I'm just saying as far as specifically here, I think a lot of it is how Pittsburgh was. I mean, this thing opened up. They were nearly a six-point dog right. into it, and it's been bet down. It's been bet back up and all these other things as far as how it's fluctuated. Some of that is just where the money comes in, but I, I don't know. Here's what I would say. I think that there is a ah, – maybe I should use like the rich man's term example. I think there is a rich man's version of what's happening with Chicago with Pittsburgh, meaning Chicago, it's easy to poke a hole. This is before they got beat up to where they came into that game last Monday night and everybody was just waiting for them to lose. They were waiting for the other Mm -hmm. shoe to drop. And I think people respect Pittsburgh at six and oh, way more than they respected Chicago. But there still is a little bit of resistance to call them the best team in the NFL or the second best team in the NFL. And I think some of it comes into this game where, well, show me something still. Yeah. Big Ben, the off, but they beat up on bad team. Right. I think that there's a sense of mistrust or distrust, whatever the right term is there on the Steelers. I don't share it, but I think maybe that's why there's such a a big dog in this. Right. That's what I'm saying. Las Vegas kind of showed you right out of the gate by putting the line at six points. I mean, I I was stunned to see that. You know, I I think it's more so statistically, they don't blow you out the water. Mm -hmm. You know, they they play drawn out, punch you in the mouth. All right, we're going to run the ball. You're going to have to stop our run. Well, now we have, you know, our quarterback's healthy now, you know, Big Ben's out there. We're just going to control the game 
keep the ball in our hands, and we're not going to you know light the scoreboard up. We're just going to win the game, and and then that's how they play. They just want to win the game. They do it their way. It's not flashy. It's not over the top like Kansas City. You know they're not dropping seventy yard bombs or have a dynamic tight end like Kelsey. Mm-hmm. But they just play just 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 man on man, mano a mano football. And you know I like that style of football. But they're not going to blow up your, your your categories as far as you know. Um, offensive output or even defensive output. They just stop you, go about their business, and win games. It's going to be wild, man, to see how this thing plays out. I, what's Who's more likely to blow who out? Both defenses, I think, are going to do a lot. Remember, we have the addition of Yannick. He should be playing this weekend. Mm. So who's more likely? I and mean, when I say a blowout, I mean 10-plus points. Who's more likely to win? No, actually, thirteen plus points. Like, who's more likely to win by two or more touchdowns? Now, see what Aton's doing here, Barrett? Is he's fishing? <laughs> no, no, because no. Because he's looking to get some sort of crazy point spread on one of those apps that he has, where he'll I take already, he'll take Baltimore minus the thirteen if we say Baltimore is more likely to blow out Pittsburgh, so he can get some crazy number. That's what I, he's doing. I, I I am guilty of doing that in the past, but in all full transparency. <laughs> Right now, right now it's different. Yeah, yeah right. I was sitting there Sunday night and I saw Shelton. John Shelton said it as well in the stream where you can get his phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Grab Steelers at plus five and a half. I did as well. I couldn't believe it. Like mm-hmm. I, I was sitting there looking at it. It's a weird it, line. It, it's crazy that it opened up like that. So that was I'm looking down on my slip. That's the first bet of the week that I've. that's the active bet. Like the first one I have at plus five and a half. So no, no, trust me, I'm not fishing fishing but i am curious because i don't i don't think this thing plays out any other way than like a last second field goal right you know some sort of failed two-point conversion or something along those lines yeah that's that's why i feel pretty good about taking pittsburgh plus the four (laughs) but but then it almost seems too easy it's like you're, you're starting out they're begging you to take the steelers at plus six it's like what idiot wouldn't take that right you're right there's something weird about this right every now and again all right yeah all right, coming up, we've got the other game, the other big game, as Harry and Barrett and I all alluded to. Barrett mentioned the second biggest game, Niners-Seahawks. Watch out for the upset. Also, we've got a couple of things in the world of college that will hit all three of us eyes on this weekend. Big line for Kansas State again, right? I think so. Of course. Yeah, no, no, no. They're they're dogs, aren't they, against West Virginia? No, oh, yeah, you're right. They started out as dogs. Are they still? Remember, I texted No, I don't think they're dogs right now. Oh, they aren't? We'll have to see. We'll have to see. All of this coming up. It's the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life.
Yeah, K State's oh. a four point dog, man. Wow. Are they? Four oh, wow, points. Wow, yeah. I think it was like I that. I thought they week. were favored for a minute. No, it's crazy. No. I mean, look that at it, man. They're, they're ranked 16th in the country. I know, and West Virginia's not even ranked. But it right. tells you all you need to know. I'm going to load up on the Mountaineers. Well, they're in they're in Virginia, uh, mm-hmm. West Virginia also. West Virginia was a two-and-a-half-point favorite at, at the outset, and it's been bet up to four. Wow. On the, dis- the disrespect is crazy. Wait, it, yeah. it started out as two-and-a-half. Minus six? No, two-and-a-half. Oh, it's been bet up. And you like yeah. West Virginia as a result of being bet up? Oh, the, the fact that they're even favored. That is crazy. I think everybody's going to be like, oh, this is a gift. Game mm-hmm. State's going to roll. Yeah. Do you see where the money is? WVU, baby. The money line is uh, started at 137. Now it's 175. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It's like flat out. Who wins flat out? Wait a second here. And the total's coming down. A lot of sharp money on West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Okay, West Virginia is getting 74% of the money off 46% of the bets. I'm actually with you now. Wearing an Indian jersey as he's pretending to be the biggest Dodgers fan ever. I'm consistent. Call out Brock. How much time One do we have? I'm I've sorry. I've always actually respected about former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie is that he never denied being a Cowboys fan um, despite the fact he was the governor of New Jersey. Be a fan of your team. Wow. Sharp action on West Dodgers. Virginia. Mm-hmm. 74% of the money and 46% of the bets. So I pointed that out. LeBron did you guys like, like that? Yes. You're all over it, Harry. Blocked by James. Barrett, say it ain't so. Kansas State going to lose this game? I'll be receiving texts, you guys, about about 2 o'clock saying, my fault, Big B. It's it's my fault. I should have listened to you. As Gervonta Tank Davis takes on Leo Santa Cruz. Purchase the Showtime pay-per-view on the Showtime app on your smart TV or connected device. You can order online at Showtime.com or you can contact your cable TV or satellite provider. Now, back to the show. You're listening oh, to the yeah. on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Okay, so we were just talking about this in the break, and it's a nice little break from the NFL. We'll hit hard coming up in 10 minutes, that Niners-Seahawks game. We'll throw in some other picks. I mean, do we, do we want to do like a – an impulse pick segment here where we, you know, we can add Ron, where we just go around real quick and say who wins or do we want to, are we not that type of show? I don't know. What's the, what's the line on a, a Michigan state Alabama game again? Uh, no, Michigan plays no, Michigan, Michigan state. I mean, I'm sorry. Mississippi, Mississippi state. state plays Mississippi Alabama. State. It's like Alabama. 31 and a half. Yeah. Depending yeah. on where you look at it, but 31 and a half. Yeah. yeah. Barrett I'm staying now. away from that. It looks like Barrett's going to be sweating out. A Kansas State West Virginia game oh, in which baby. a ranked Wildcats team is getting points on the road to an unranked Mountaineers team. And to make matters worse, Harry has just put seven units down <laughs> on the Mountaineers. I'm loading up on the Mountaineers. Oh, man. I don't know what that means, but that is <laughs> totally disrespect. The respect is, 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 is not there right now. They are not giving me the, the proper respect that, that Kansas State deserves. So, mm-hmm. 
put yeah that's yeah. crazy. That the reason why we're not giving you respect is because the bookmakers didn't give you respect. It's not like we planted this yeah. story today and thought, well, let me go back and you know Harry didn't make any calls. He probably made some calls. He knows people that know people now. No, I'm saying you're not in little little uh the little apple anymore. Yeah. You're going to Morgantown, okay? Right, right, right. Where the men are men and you know how to finish that thing. Now, Tone wants to know on the stream, phillyvoice.com slash the middle, are we bringing back the step it up, take a risk segment? But first off, we can't, I don't think we can get away with playing Migos because YouTube will flag us. Correct. So uh, unfortunately, we can't do it that way. And then also, I don't know who to trust. I mean, we had Josh back at the old place, old place, like in between. And he he came out and had like two straight weeks of red hot picks. Mm -hmm. So I had no problem continuing to play those. But Harry's not going to give us six college picks a week. No. I don't trust Barrett to do that. Ron <laughs> has got like six other things he's rather do, including bang his head against the wall. And then that leaves you out there, Joe Public. And I can't trust you. So. I don't know if we can do that. I'm, I apologize, Tony. I, I make three or four college plays a week. That's about it. I'm not going six. No, not well, six. Yeah. So, so what, what's what's going on with this Rutgers uh, Indiana game? I mean, Rutgers just beat makes no Michigan sense. State, right? Yeah, it makes no sense at all. Indiana is coming off a gigantic win. Rutgers beat up on a team that is not even existent. Michigan yeah. State isn't even existent. I mean. Year. How does how does Indiana? They're still celebrating uh, the overtime win against Penn State, in my view. And now they're saying, "Oh wow, we got to go to Rutgers. We're double digit favorites. This is a walkover." I would take if I had to bet the game, and I don't, but I would take Rutgers. Greg Schiano? <laughs> yes, I would. It's not a bad wow. play here. I would. You know, it's it really isn't. I I think if anything. This smells like a teaser, doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't it? I mean, think about it. If Rutgers is going to get a ton of points, then why not take another team and boost this up? But yeah, you're right. Indiana is primed to lose this game mm -hmm. outright. I, I was looking else and, and looking at any other upsets, and we should start at the top here. I, I don't. I can't imagine that. And what kills them is not having any fans. Like you want a perfect textbook definition of what fans do at a college stadium. It's the whiteout. It's what Penn State can bring. They don't have that this year. And yeah. there's no home field advantage for Penn State against Ohio State. Okay, you're right. It's a it's an advantage to have a hundred plus thousand people, you know, cheering for one side in a building. But Penn State's record in these whiteout games is not that good. No, it's not. If you go back and look at it, I think they're around five hundred in these whiteout <laughs> games. Seriously. Like How like six and six or Franklin. something. Franklin's gotta be the main culprit. I bet you Franklin is under five hundred. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'd have to go back and look at each individual game. I'm sure I could find that. But it's not like, you know, people say the whiteout, like it's something, you know, impenetrable force where a team like Ohio State goes in there and just gets their doors blown off because of all the student bodies wearing white. I mean, please. Right. It's really, they're like 500 in these games. No, okay. But I, I do think that, if anything, not – okay, so you're right. It may not be a major advantage – but it's a disadvantage to not have it. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Penn State is even more behind the eight ball as a result. They're eight and eight in whiteout games. What did I tell you? Perfect five hundred. That's next level analysis right there yeah. by you, Harry. Look, you got to keep you got to keep all this stuff up here, Barrett. And you know, because you never know where Aton's going to take you, and you got to have something to back up whatever you know your play is going to be. Oh my goodness! You know, you know what? 
there's a lot of questions out here. And I noticed also that Barrett has conveniently moved this conversation away from Kansas State. Just getting <laughs> no, I was just going to be back to it, but no, Virginia. <laughs> I was going to get back to this. Oh yeah, I was moving away from Kansas State because I want to talk yes. about the uh, the Missouri Florida game. You know what's the what's the line on that? It sounds like Barrett is fishing. To be honest, with you. <laughs> this is the fourth time in this segment Barrett has asked us about what the line is on a game. Is Barkan asking you? Is he asking you to fish for anything here? Is somebody on Pommels? I mean, who's over there getting you to fish for information on here? Pommels have like a huge bet slip that we should know about. No, the only person probably is is. is it's probably Amy Fadul because you know she's Kentucky through and through, you know. So she 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 ride or dies with her Kentucky Wildcats. Kentucky's got a pretty good defense. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah they do. I'd All say right, under under Franklin, he yes. took over in 2014. Uh, they had a whiteout game against Ohio State, lost in double overtime. The next year, they lost to Michigan. Uh, so zero and two. Then he won his next two Ohio State, Michigan. So two and two. He's three and three. Just Franklin. like you said, 500. Yeah. So I think the whiteout failure is more a result of Franklin. You and named it now? Franklin <laughs> is associated with on-field failure. Well, you've named it now. Now they got to go around the whiteout. Now if I say that in a crowd of Penn State guys, you know, it's going to be a problem. Now I got to fight my way out of it because you just you just named it the whiteout failure. I, you know? I know. Can we even say white out anymore? Isn't that racist? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. What's Honestly. No, you have all white parties where everybody dresses up. All they white. dress in white. Yeah. Like somebody may think it's like an exclusive party for a certain group. No, you just have all white. Meeting right, 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 right. Yeah. Not down south white at parties. All right. Right. <laughs> Not down south. Roy jo- like Roy Jones. He has this get up. If anybody's seen it, where he's got like the big coattails and everything in the hat. Mm-hmm white on white on white so right right it always comes back to that all right here's a quick little sneaker here for you oh uh wyoming hawaii tonight oh my god hawaii did not spend their weekend at home they actually spent the week practicing in denver so Mm -hmm. to get the altitude exactly yeah take hawaii you heard it Mm. here first it's the middle Go back and tell Fadul and everybody else, take Hawaii tonight, all right? There you go. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Right. Yeah, I could see Kentucky hanging with Georgia this weekend. Yeah, that was that's what I was thinking. I mean in a low scoring game. Yep. Yeah, it's, that's not a bad one. Yeah. Do you like Michigan? Michigan's only at 24 and a half. To a Michigan State team that shouldn't even play. Yeah, yeah they like- stink. 
Alabama is favored by more. Just I don't know. That seems 24 and a half is nothing to sneeze at. Don't get me wrong. It just seems low. Cincinnati only by six and a half at mm-hmm. home against Memphis. Memphis is good and all, but Cincinnati's a good football team. I didn't know they were that good. They I mean they they're ranked. That's a mu, yeah. They're ranked high though. They're ranked mm-hmm. like you know, single digits, like eight mm-hmm. or something like that. Absolutely. Look at that. Look at that BC line. It's it went down from 31 to 24. Mm-hmm. See, I don't even know where to look for those type of betting stuff. I don't ESPN, even... Honestly, if you go to ESPN and just go to the scores tab, you'll see like the schedule of all the games. Mm-hmm. And they'll pull, I think William Hill is whoever pulls, whoever they pull from. Or hey, Steve. son, no, I'm not doing that. No, <laughs> He's trying to pull me in. He's trying to pull me in. No, I'm not going. I might I'm take, staying away from that rabbit hole. I might take Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. I, that, I was looking at that. That's a that, that's going to be a good game. Notre Dame. They're Notre not Dame in a straight look ahead game. Yep. Now Lawrence is out. They're they're yeah. they're licking their chops for Clemson. Georgia Tech's at home. If the quarterback doesn't turn the ball over like four times, like he typically does, they can hang in that game. Mm. Oh, we got a uh, play action reel. Oh, I love that guy. Line one. Oh, he's on the phone. Yeah, he's on the phone. <laughs> this guy, he's great. He lives in Arizona. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, we're back in 10. Yeah, Notre Dame. You know, I wonder what what a speaking of which, let's see what a Rutgers, what a Rutgers Notre uh, Georgia Tech teaser looks like, right? Oh, I like that. A what? That might, be, that might be worth a deposit. A teaser. Let's do this. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, a lot going on in the final 20 minutes. We have overtime at 1 o'clock Eastern here at phillyvoice.com slash the middle where we'll wrap up any loose end with the Eagles-Cowboys game and what's going on here locally in the great city of Philadelphia in the state of Pennsylvania and the eastern seaboard across the country. So let's look real quick at the San Fran-Seattle game. Before that, though, we asked the question, or at least I I didn't really even get an answer from either Harry or Barrett, 800-224-2004, your phone number about trick-or-treating. Play action reel is on line one here and apparently is going to be going out trick-or-treating. Welcome, sir. What up, Aton? What up, Harry? What up? Barrett, what's up? What's, what's up, up, man? <laughs> man, I'm, you can tell I'm excited. Love your show. You guys crack me up. Thank you. Thank you. you. I, I'm really not trying, but these guys are just. <laughs> He's right. It's, it's natural for Barrett. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, man. Hey, you know, just got to let you know, live your life, guys. And uh, we're going We're going to get the kids out there trick-or-treating. And I've been saying this, this little magic saying, freedom. And if you live in your life in fear, you're not free to get out there. People, everything's all right. Well, my question is, are there any restrictions? It's not about whether or not. Okay. So no restrictions, but you're not in Philly, right? You're in Arizona. Yeah. I mean, I've lived half my life in Texas, half my life in Arizona, and you have a better chance of getting bit by a rattlesnake. Dying from the Rona. No, no, no. I, I'm not arguing that. What I was just curious about is if there were actual restrictions about trick or treating that, like a township or somebody mm-hmm. put in place. Because where we are, there are some restrictions to where I don't know. I don't know if like a police officer is going to be driving around 
residential areas, you know, shining their spotlight on. Hey, you, the ghost. And You're the not rip. six feet apart. Go home. Go <laughs> home. Like There's no curfew. But it's basically being strongly discouraged to the point where there I saw, at least locally, there's some townships that are threatening to, you know, fine you and some other stuff. So, yes, I'm with you where it's like, hey, you're outside. You should be able to do all this stuff. But I was just curious if there were actual restrictions put in place. No, not at all. And that's why my wife moved away, away from California. You know, Arizona, we don't have anything like that. Mm-hmm. And, and Harry, Harry knows my wife. Stacked up, racked up. What? Yeah, that's her name. <laughs> oh yeah. And her face is gonna be red, I'm sure. But <laughs> but no, that's we don't live in California for that reason. You know, <laughs> in the side of our hips. We, you know, we live life out here. You know, we. I mean, that's why when we talk to our relatives and they're scared and all this, so like, get your own information. Don't rely on. On just this news source, go find her, and that's what I like about Harry. Harry, he's finding his own information. He knows what's going on. Oh, hey man, well thank you. You, know, you got to be informed. It's, yes, absolutely. Love play action reel. My guys out there. You too. You too. What do you think the most hey, popular costume yeah. will be? The, for an adult. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. For Let, a kid. Let's say no. Let's say twenty-one plus. Hmm. 21 years old or more. Yeah, forget the kid. I I mean, I don't know anything about what a kid's going to wear this year. Do you, Harry? Barrett no. might. But no. Barrett might. Barrett might. But For what? Now, my kids are gone now. Yeah. Empty nothing. He's got yeah, but you got Barrett. kids in your neighborhood that'll be, you know, trick-or-treating. Oh, man, I, just badass kids in my neighborhood, man. You yeah? never know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, about a year and a half ago, I, I, I come outside, it's like, Six in the morning, I, I go outside. Um, not this last summer, but the summer before that. I come outside. There's a kid out there still in the um the caps off my uh off my um truck. You know, really? The, the, yeah, the, the 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 um where you pump your tires up. Yeah. He's, oh he's, yeah, the little. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I had some little lights on my and he's, he's the up stem caps. Yeah, still yeah. off the stem. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? And he's looking at me, crying. Oh, you caught me. <laughs> You know, I'm like, yeah, hey, get your little badass on. So I tell him go go about his business, you know. So he, he ran off. So I'm riding my bike one day, you know, riding through the neighborhood, and I see the little kid. But I see the little kid with his dad. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yo, hey, you hey, excuse me, sir, but I need to tell you, you need to watch your son. He's like, oh, what 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 do I have to watch my son for? I said, Your son was still in the um the caps off my uh off my truck. My son? No, not my son. And I looked at his son, tell him the truth. He's like, Dad, I did. I, you better tell him the truth. Now I'm threatening. You better tell the truth, boy. Tell the truth. What this, was you doing? This and the dad was like, looking at me like, why are you talking to my son? That's because your son was stealing the caps off my thing. So now I'm mad at both of them. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm looking at a little kid. I want to mug the little kid and 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 you know go choke the dad, but I yeah. didn't. I held my composure. I sat back. I digressed. I sat back. I said, Yeah, your kid did that. Your kid stole from me. He's right. a little thief. How, you know, I'm how just, in the world are how do we get to this story from trick or treating? Just because my neighborhood talking about badass kids in his neighborhood, and I'm getting yeah. this idea. So for some reason, I had a visual of Debo in Friday <laughs> riding the bike around and beating the crap out of that one guy. What was the name of that character that he knocked out? And then Chris yeah. Tucker's oh, character. Red. You that got was Debo, yeah, yeah. So Debo knocked Red out. That, red, 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 red. Poo, man. You know that's he's famous. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm like, yo. So, I mean, now, so now I'm I'm mad, 
and now I got to impose my will on him. Right. Now I got to make him seem like he's this big. I got to make him seem like he's this big because he's he trying to he's trying to say that I'm a liar and that his kid doesn't have to steal because the neighborhood we live in. Right. You know, I'm like, I don't care about you thinking who you think you are or whatever. I don't care that you're jumping in the bins, right? I don't care. I'm just how, telling you, your kid's a thief. He how was big in my, was this guy? Um, about. 220 about 63 220 something okay, like pretty that pretty big guy too because yeah. i'm just gonna say you know barrett makes it makes it seem like you know this this guy i would think this guy would be scared to death of barrett no, yeah he, well he eventually became very scared to death you know okay. what I mean? and then he had a little russian accent so you know he was like pissed off that i came to him that way but i'm like yo bro I don't care about that. I'm just letting you know what your mm. kid did. You want to try to make me out to be a liar. Now I got to make you feel inferior and show, yeah, your kid's a thief. Right. He was stealing from me and you don't believe him. So now I'm mad at you. So now wow. I got to make you feel like you're this big. Okay. You don't do that. Man. We got Russians in South Jersey. <laughs> insane, man. I, I, I'm not prepared for a story like this. I'm trying to consume <laughs> everything, so I understand. Aton's like, let's get it back to the gambling. No, no, look, I'm, I'm listening. I'm, I'll put odds on Barrett. Who are you talking about? My kid? My kid? No? Yeah, I'm talking about your kid. Halloween might be a chore in Barrett's neighborhood. Yeah. That's what I'm getting. It's, it's not as fun as maybe we let on in Barrett's neighborhood. You got to watch the furniture outside. Furniture. Do you turn the lights off and make sure that nobody comes and you know put the cars? That's what I do. Exactly. I could see both of you doing this now. Mm -hmm. Maybe different means to the same end, but both of you, I could see just staying home and turning the lights off and having a pizza and the cars in the garage and just be quiet. Just be Mm -hmm. quiet. No, but see, but the thing is, you know, more most of the kids in my neighborhood know who I am. Know that I was an eagle. So, like all the boys know that I played football. So yes. they'll come out and they'll be like, oh, Mr. Brooks, you know, like, you know, like my neighbor across the street, you know, he's a hockey player. You know, he's trying to gain weight. So I tell him, hey, man, make sure you go out there. You eat, you know, like three peanut butter and jelly sandwiches um, every night and drink you some milk every single night. And I guarantee you'll gain weight. He's like, well, he's oh, no, trying to be a lineman here. He's trying to be a hockey player. right? He's trying to be a, yeah, a hockey player. You know, he's, okay. he's a defenseman. So, you know, he he did that and he gained like two or three pounds in like three weeks. So, you know, he's all in now, you know, so the parents look, hey, man, now we got to go buy peanut butter and jelly like every other day because the kid is just smashing peanut butter and jelly sandwiches now, you know, and he's a defenseman this year. And um, he scored, his, you know, he scored the first goal of the of the year, you know, as a defenseman. I'm like, yo, that's what's up, man. You know, so, I mean, these kids are great, man. They riding back and forth in my neighborhood, you know, riding willies with their bikes and all that stuff. Right, right, right. OK, just just curious, just curious. you asked about a a costume i have no idea what what an adult would be wearing to a party no me neither i i honestly i i don't know at this point i mean Uh, we've got a baskin was a big one on twitter i got oh really still yeah Yeah. i i yes Mm. i guess because of the whole thing that that came out with her being on dances with the stars or dancing who's this carol baskin from tiger king King. yeah all right this don't tell me you don't know tiger king Yes, I now that I'm looking at it now. Yeah, the, yeah. um, yeah, the dude, the, the yeah. dude was with the dudes. The, yes, yes, none of them had any teeth and all right. that. <laughs> 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 Raise the tigers, you know, like what you know, who does that? That's just some stuff, <laughs> you know. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, man, who's raising damn tigers in their backyard? You know, that's number one, right? And number two. <laughs> How is this old dude with no teeth, long hair, looking all crazy, getting these young dudes and 
they may have like three more teeth than he does. You know what I mean? You know, they're dating and, and, and at the, and at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they go kill the lady who all she wants to do is let tigers free. I'm like, what is going on? This is like a no, love triangle. Kill, her. They didn't kill her. No, they, they tried to, right? Well, no. that's what she, he was accused of that, right? right. Right. He's in jail right now, right? Right, but but she apparently allegedly had killed her ex husband. Correct. Oh, see, I stopped yeah. watching after I saw the love triangles and yeah. and the, you know them playing with tigers. I was I was out after that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was out. <laughs> I was out. There were no ginger heads that I could really focus on. So I'm like, I'm out of that. I'm out of that. <laughs> yeah, trust me, you didn't miss much. Trust me. So that's probably got to be in the lead here. I would think mm-hmm. at least that's what I've seen for a lot of people on Twitter saying, and I, I'm going to, I don't know how many of these houses, you know, parties and everything you're going to go to. It might just be outdoors. And then again, depending on where you are in the country, it's miserable right now. It's 39 and wet. That's terrible. Philadelphia. Right. So it's awful depending on where you may be. All right. So I threw out earlier, Niners going to win this thing outright, mm-hmm. right? Niners are going to win this thing. They're going to go into San, uh, Seattle and they're going to win this. Harry thought you might agree. Barrett, mm-hmm. you think no. so? You're no. on Seattle? Fully on Forget the line. Forget any element of it. Oh, that's I what I do. I'm not, I don't think from lines. I'm saying they're going to, no, uh-uh. They're not going to beat Seattle. I mean, they plus they just got, um, they just got a, 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 a another defensive pass rusher. I, th- I think this is going to be a, you know, a Seattle win. What's the number in that game, Aton? Three, four? What Two is and it? a half. It oh, might have moved up to It's three. three. It's yeah. three. But. Yeah, I would take San Francisco plus the three. You're going to kill him. And, and Tyler Lockett, K-State mm-hmm. alum, it's going to catch about five bombs on him. Yeah. There's something about this game, though, this matchup, as we'll break in about two minutes to wrap the show here. But there's something about this matchup where San Fran has a ton of momentum. And they mm-hmm. beat up on bad teams. Like, it's one thing to skate by against a bad team, but they beat up on bad teams. And I don't think... They overlook. I mean, nobody in this division overlooks anybody. No. So I, I don't know. It's going to be tight. That defense has played really well, and Seattle's defense you could throw on. You give them this easy coast, Barrett, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know if I'm willing to jump in on that. You know, the other game I kind of like that uh, everybody's looking over like they're dead in the water is New England. Oh, uh, good luck trusting them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Both luck. teams are dead in the water, though. I'll, I'll ride the Bills. I'll take them up to four at this point. Yeah, they are at four. Oh, okay. That's yeah, I think I'm grabbing four. How can you? Tr- we have a promo running where I'm asking how you can trust this team mm-hmm. and all. New England has been beat into the. It's you in the hoodie. Yeah, that's it. You refuse to give up. Everybody's on bailing on the hoodie now. Yeah. And Cam well, Newton, you know, he's getting called out by Jeff Garcia of all people for the clothes that he wears. <laughs> right. The, this is the week that Cam Newton rises up <laughs> as a New England Patriot and stamps himself as the successor for Tom Brady. I, you know what? That, that's what I'm talking about, Harry. I mean, you you can you could talk about a guy throwing interceptions. Mm-hmm. You could talk about a guy not being able to run the offense and losing, but you can't talk about a guy's clothes, man. He only he will draw the line at talking about how he dresses. That's who Cam is. That's really pissed him off. He don't care about getting benched. He cares about that quarterback turning around and talking about the way he dresses. So watch him go out and have an all-star game because he's pissed off more yep. so about the way he dressed as opposed to what he did on the field. And um, I ho- I hope he wears a coat like Arthur Blank had on last <laughs> night, walking into the stadium with a big hat with a plume on it. And a feather? 
Yeah, a plume. Okay, that's yeah. that a fancy word for a feather? <laughs> that's fancy for feather. All right, so we'll wrap the hour next here. Oh, my goodness. It's the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Uh, we're back in two here. Two minutes. Yeah. Anything else? Two you want to throw minutes. In? What's that? You guys really we think got the Eagles at the top. So anything non Eagles you want to throw in real quick? Mm. Well, you guys never let me talk about this 49er game, man. Yeah, are let's you, do are it. You, are you kidding me? I thought we you were just talking about it. Did Bro, we... Russell Wilson is gonna smash that defense. <laughs> okay. okay. Smash them. We'll be back. You can take the final two minutes. They're all yours. <laughs> They're all yours. All right, so. How about Tony LaRussa coming back and managing? Yeah, that's pretty strange. Where's mm -hmm. he going? The White Sox that's again. Not, yeah. Wow. I did not think he was in there. McDonald's is bringing back the McRib. It's about damn time. Yeah, you like the McRib? It was all right. Yeah, I don't know, man. I you like ribs. ribs but... fake. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> fake rib? Yeah. Yeah, they were fake, yeah. All day. Oh, yeah, all day. Absolutely. Nothing faker than the McRib. A lot of people in on that, though, man. Is that the most popular fast food item of all time? It might be. I mean, it's just the fact that, you know, that barbecue sauce with the pickle just gave it like a little flair. I wonder. I just can't believe I almost Googled Cougar hey, Ron, to yeah. find your story of a real cougar trying to track down the yeah. you. What's the it most popular Googled fast cougar. food item of all time? <laughs> yeah, I felt safe. Of all time? Yes. Cheeseburgers? No, but like what specific? The Whopper? Oh, the... Ron Culver. I would say it's probably between the Big Mac or Whopper. I'm a quarter pounder with cheese guy. Nothing like that. Mm. Quarter pounder with cheese, huh? I feel like that's the. You yeah, you didn't want the full the whopper on the Big Sports Mac. Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live. Yeah, remember in France, it's called a Royale with cheese. Correct. Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Well, I was accused of cutting Barrett off once again with the whole thing with San Francisco, Seattle. So far be it from me to continue to talk, my friend. You disagree with me about how easy this is going to be for San Francisco. Yeah, you know, I think uh, this is going to be a great game for. Uh, Carlos Hyde, Carlos Hyde, and, and Chris Carson. Uh, Carson, Carson he left hurt. the game last week. 
And he left the game last week, but he's still he's playing this week, though. Yeah. And um, I mean, it's going to be hard to stop Tyler Lockett, you know, and you saw the monster DK Metcalf is. So I, I just think they have too much. And now with the addition, you know, that, you know, they have Carlos Dunlap added to that defense. It's going to give him a little bit. I, th- I think Jamal is back also. Jamal Adams is back. I think he comes back now, right? Uh, I'm not if sure. he's back, definitely he's definitely they're definitely winning it. He hasn't practiced all week. No, I thought he did practice. Uh, I'm looking at this here. Uh, Michael Sean Dugar at Mike Dugar. If Jamal Adams plays after not practicing all week, that'd be very impressive. Hmm. <laughs> ah. Carol on his weekly Cairo radio interview gives an update on Adams, and this is from Stacy Joe Ross. He wound up ill in the middle of the week here so it set him back we'll find out where he is by game day he will not have had a quality work week so we'll see what that means and then that's where mike said well if the kid is playing without practicing but does that really like i get it and that should impact your pick but you're still confident that seattle's going to win this game despite jamal adams sitting i i just said that i just said that like three times yeah because you can't see him losing two in a row i know used of Cutting you off. We have 25 <laughs> seconds, so budget accordingly here. Technically 10, by the way. All right. Enjoy your weekend. We're back on Monday. Dallas is going to cover this football game. Go, Birds. Yes, sir. It's the middle. Thanks, Ron. All right. Now, have we covered every single possible angle of this Eagles Cowboys game? Or can we beat something into the ground to death right now for all those people still hanging with us for overtime? Or would you rather talk about the most famous fast food item of all time? We can we can eventually get to that. But. Yeah, we can eventually get to that. And, and and also, the who is the candy corn of sports? Yeah. I saw your tweet. Uh, yeah, well, I, I for some reason, nearly 20,000 people follow me, yet – a tweet only gets about 800 impressions. Oh, I know. It's ridiculous. I, I don't understand how the math works on that. But I think unless you're talking about politics and stuff, you're not being yeah. seen. I think you're right. I think yeah. you're really right. And I refuse to go down that road. Me too. Screw Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think it's blown up. Like, I would sacrifice this planet, meaning I would take the planet-ending asteroid that collides with us if mm-hmm. that means that Twitter is no longer part of us. Yeah, I agree. Like I would sacrifice this planet, and I apologize to everybody else out there. That asteroid's coming at some point. I'd not- like to send Jack to the to Mars. Well, the only way that could happen is if we all just explode. Now, look, there'll be some other people that'll be taken in on that as well, but I'm just saying. All right, so w- what else? What else can we talk about here? Because there's just this element of extreme confidence about this football game, and... It doesn't seem like, I mean, outside of what we saw last night, where Atlanta clearly was the better team all around and they were the better team on paper, yet everybody thought Carolina is going to beat them, at least beat them up, if not beat them. Here we stand, I think, with something similar, right? Where there's just this general belief that the Eagles can't be that bad, right? Like there's just no way the Eagles, if they lose this game outright, is this the worst regular season loss you've ever seen? I can't say that because we had too many guys out. But, you know, we have people coming back, you know, people back into the fold that are really are difference makers, mm-hmm. you know. And when you when you look at um, when you look at 
the tight end position. You got you got Goddard coming back. And you know, we run a lot of, of 12 personnel, but I think we've kind of worked ourselves out of that because the young pups, the receivers have put themselves in position to be, you know, become a stars. Now, not every player that came out was a star. Tyler Lockett is a guy that worked his way into being a star. And I think that's what's going on with our um with our wide receivers right now. They're putting themselves in a position where they're starting to become star. You're starting to look at at guys like um you know, Greg Ward Jr. is not just a practice squad guy. I think he's passed that aspect of who he is as a player and become a bona fide slot receiver in the league. His numbers are comparable to a lot of guys in the league. So, yes, I'm starting to see him as a good slot receiver, a consistent slot receiver, a slot receiver that can keep the chains moving as opposed to seeing a backup, you know, uh, um, practice squad receiver that, you know, fought his way into the into the lineup. I'm starting to change who they are. I'm kind of with uh, Jimmy Kemsky here on this game. He summed it up after he went through all the different elements of the Cowboys team. He says, if the Eagles can't smoke this train wreck of a team, then what are we even doing? (laughs) Good question. I mean, think about it. Great work by Jimmy, right? Yeah. How many people do you honestly think thought something similar about New York? I mean, so many people in this city. Oh, it's home. It's mm-hmm. prime time. Doug Peterson on Thursday night. It, them in their black unis on Thursday night. All of the stuff that was attributed to why they would roll. New York, no Saquon. Joe Judge is a, a fake, a faux Belichick. All this stuff there. Mm-hmm. Now, Harry, I know you and the Sharps. Right. The Giants. Yeah. But a lot of people including those who cover the team, thought that they were going to roll through New York. And I don't think, look, forget the New York Giants, forget the Dallas Cowboys guys. How in the world is, like, what have the Eagles done to be looked at as a favorite against any other team in the NFL by more than six points? They can't beat teams bad. Ah, da, da. Ah, da, da. That's it in a nutshell. Ben DiNucci. Mean- <laughs> I give that's you a- Ben DiNucci. <laughs> Yes. Matt Mullen, your boy Matt Mullen has the Eagles 33 to 20. Wow. Okay. Um, Kyle Newbeck has them getting blown out. Uh, the Eagles 34 to 10, says Evan Macy. Uh, Kemsky has them getting uh, blowing them out too. Joe Santa Laquito, Eagles 48 to 6. Okay. Well, Are you kidding me? Come on. Yeah. Give me some more prediction. Who else is in oh, there? Oh, I see you. Eagles 27-20. Oh, how about that? You know what that smells like? A nine-and-a-half-point cowboy cover. <laughs> That's what it smells like well, to me. <laughs> John McMullen, 31-13 Eagles. Um, It's way too much, man. All of these guys have them blowing out the Cowboys. Barrett, hey, come on, man. Meet me at least a quarter of the way here. You've been ridiculed all week. People are telling you Skip Bayless, Max Yellerman, Stephen A. Smith, all these guys are saying your team is done, embarrassed, you can't play, your owner is a train wreck, all of these things. You're telling me that you're not going to get up even more for this. This is your Super Bowl right here. This Sunday night. On prime time, this is the Cowboys Super Bowl this year. I think they get up, man. <laughs> this this Dallas team are a wounded team. And when you play against a wounded animal, you know, you, you run the risk of getting hurt too. Mm. Messing around with a wounded animal, yeah. you know, and, and, and that's what I'm seeing, man. I, I, but I, I am saying this, though. 
this should be the game in which you see the new team, the new Ingles team, the turnaround team, the team that they we thought they were going to be at the beginning of the season. You should see a team that's totally confident, ready to go out there and rock out, you know, crossing their T's, dotting their I's, playing consistent, fundamental football. And I think the coaches should coach accordingly. They shouldn't coach out of out of fear. They should coach out of, all right, we're the better team, so we should go out there and just execute whatever we want to do. Whatever we want to do out there, we should be able to do it. And that's the way they have to think. Nine and a half. I can't mm-hmm. get it out of – or how about this? How about this? Play action reel puts up here about two fumbles for Zeke, right? Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz, that's been a major issue. Mm-hmm. And it Turnovers, hasn't gotten yep. away. Now, Wentz has great numbers against Dallas, and I'll give him that. But I think what we have to factor in is the Eagles are pretty much destined to make two or three mistakes per game. And normally they're good enough to outplay them. This year, I don't think they are. That's another thing that kind of hangs over for me. I don't think they're going to lose this game. There's no way they lose this game. But it's more a matter of do they eke it out or do they really dominate the Cowboys like we all think. And then what are you really getting from that? I mean, think about it. Is, is this not a lose-lose scenario for the Eagles, right? They either win by two, and everybody says, my goodness, you couldn't even beat this pile of slop by more than a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Or they win by 30, and everybody's like, good, that's exactly what we expected. You know, my God, you should be beating this team right. by 30. Okay, you're, yeah, you're, you're right. This is what you're supposed to do. You're right. I believe in it, man. I, I do believe it. Okay, all right. All right. I just think that you know, and we might have. It's, to it's it's tough for me still. It's it's so tough for me to just say, all right, this team is going to fall over because it's, it's it's a rivalry game, not just a a division game, but a rivalry right. game that you know two teams could be. I mean, just like um my rookie year, we weren't supposed. I mean, we had just left. Our, our, the head coach was what was his name? Uh, he just he went to the Jets after that. Um, oh my goodness, Kotite. Kotite. This was a co-tight team the year before. A co-tight team the year before. Yep. Horrible Eagles team. All right, real and quick. And we end up beating them to get into the playoffs. We need a little of that Eagles, Eagles, Eagles all around. <laughs> Eagles, Eagles, Eagles all around. You just messed my whole weekend up. Oh, I had yeah. kind of got out of my head, man. You really want that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we really want this. Uh, you know you want to give it to him, too. He wants to give it to you, too, Harry. Oh, he Look does. I know. <laughs> I need to find it. Uh, and here we go. You don't need John, to find that. John Clark Twitter. It's in my search history. Is that right? Yeah. So the John Clark Twitter will just come up here. Right, I'll, I'll share it for everybody out there who needs a little boost going into the weekend. This is why I'm telling you, this is why the Dallas Cowboys are going to cover because this guy has yet to be brought to justice. If somebody had brought this man to justice, then we wouldn't have to deal with this. But hence the problem here. And, and you think D.A. Krasner's going to bring this guy in? No, no, I don't. I don't think so. But somebody needs to. Maybe we need like a, our own form of just internet justice, vigilante um, justice. Well, no, no, no. I don't mean like vigilante out there in you know the real world. I'm just saying as far as vigilante justice, as far as internet justice. Mm-hmm. You know, like identifying this person and making sure that Twitter, of all things, bans this person and and all ip addresses so we got to dox him exactly now i'm (laughs) going to get this thing up here for you harry all right right. but i'm curious as we go into and this will take us out by all means but as we go into eagles eagles all around 
how what's the over under on nudity scenes this weekend in the undoing? Hmm. I'm going to give you a bar Scott. I'm going to give you a bar Scott. Can't wait. At least two. 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 I'm going to go under. At least under two. one and a half. You know what, Harry? I think I'm with you. Yeah. And here's Barrett. I don't think that we're done with nudity, but here's why I, I think Harry's right is because this episode, I think, is going to be like a full head first into the whole mystery of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she's going to have time to breathe. Like there, even there might be a flashback or something. I think maybe you'll get we're lucky to get one nudity scene. But I think for the most part, this is going to be pretty intense this week. That's all. All right, I guys, agree. Here we go. Are you guys ready? Are yep. Ready? We're going out on this. Yeah, we're going to go out. Oh, on yes. All right. So we want to thank, as always, our great friends at Fritz and B and Cooley. We are live each and every day locally from the Fritz and B and Cooley studios here in Philadelphia for Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shander, Xander, Cal, everybody else, Jacob Media working on this show. Go Birds. Go Cowboys on the cover. This will leave you with this. Eagles, Eagles, Eagles all around. Eagles, Eagles, Eagles all around. Now, Wedge is on the field. He's bringing them down. Jeffrey Cross the middle saying, touchdown. Jack in the goal, yo, you don't know. Touchdown. See the goal, yo, you don't know. Eagles, Eagles, Eagles all around. Eagles, Eagles, Eagles all around. Now, Cox is on the deep, bringing on the attack. Jake is on the pick, he's running the back. Watch out, watch out, watch out for Bennett. Watch out, watch out. Watch out, watch out. Eagles, Eagles, Eagles all around. Are going I just figured out what those women are saying in the background. They're going E A G L E S the yes. whole time. Yes, they're enablers. Oh. They're enablers. Those people should be brought to justice as well. I they're agree. People enabling this man. Oh, man. That's a- watch out. E A G L E S. Watch out. Watch out for BG. Hold on. This is- all I want to know is do you think that that was rehearsed? Yes, it was. <laughs> That's what makes it worse. That guy's not talented to think of something even that crappy off of his head. Oh, my goodness. All right, you asked for it, Harry. So yes, I did. All right, Thank you. Have Enjoy a good weekend, weekend, fellas. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.